Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Reading Minds and Solving Crimes. This is a podcast between three close friends where we talk about episodes of the hit CBS show, The Mentalist. Uh, and then we just kind of talk about it afterwards. We usually talk longer than the actual episodes, much to some people's chagrin, but... If we just talk long enough, dude, maybe CBS will give us the money. Give us the sweet cash that, that everyone else seems to be able to get. That that you know Obama has a podcast? It's crazy. Anyway, so I have two people joining me today. We have Chris Sacco. Yeah, Obama, of course he has a podcast. Probably gets paid for it. He's a president. What's going on? <laughs> and then we have also have Barack Obama. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they can't see us. It seems pretty. That's <laughs> a reasonable approximation. I, 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 it's the best I can do. I was going to follow that up with something else, and it would just have ruined it. So, <laughs> thanks, Brock. Can't, can't, can't keep it up. No problem. <laughs> I guess. I guess we also have Scott Lee as well. That intro seemed targeted, and I don't appreciate that. Listen, when, when you set up the expectation that you have Barack Obama, and then yeah, you should yeah. always look, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not faring any better. I was, I was set up twice there. Twice. You got to come with it. You got to come true. with it, though, Scott. Yeah, I responded. <laughs> how's, the, how's the week been, you guys? It's been like a classic regular ass week. You know, like some of these, some of these, some weeks are like, oh, there's cool stuff going on. Some weeks it's just like, this is like just another week in the life I'm, where I'm waiting for that one week where you're like, I fought a goat. <laughs> yeah, no, there'll be some, there'll be something weird that happens. I will Take say on a one, goat. one cool thing. So my dogs are like good roommates, not really good friends, uh-huh. but. Lately, oh, n- to to each other, not to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, to each other. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be like, that sounds rough, buddy. <laughs> no, they're lovely to me. But right, like good. this this past week, they've been like getting a little bit closer, like unbidden. I'm gonna sit on sit on the bed, and like yeah. they both hang out together. So they're in the that's flirty stage. Cool. Yeah, they're like you know. Oh well, Sonny's been here for two years, <laughs> so I guess he can let Max sit near him. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Yeah. But that's they're very cool. photogenic dogs. So. They are they are cute boys when you take pictures of them. Yeah. <laughs> I have been dealing with this. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I had the words for it, but this is part of the problem. Is that I, I can't. I've been getting worse and worse at crosswords every day. <laughs> not <laughs> like not nice. not having words is probably. This, is, this not sounds good. like this sounds like a Tetris effect situation, <laughs> dude. It's bad. It's bad. Like because it's one of those things where, like I mentioned last week, I'm like watch. I wake. I I spend my mornings watching this f- person solve. These like he does this beautiful rendition of solving these crosswords, and I'm like, I feel motivated. You know what I mean? Like he's I'm having also fun. gonna crush a crossword. <laughs> I'm having fun. He's doing these elite crosswords. I'm trying to do these baby crosswords, and it's and, and like he explains, he does his methodology so well that I'm like, how hard could it be? T- turns out I'm not I am not a crossword person because a, th- a three letter word the opposite of cold. Hmm. <laughs> I can't figure it out, dude. It's it's so bad because it's one of those things where it's like it'll be like a four or five letter word, right? And I'll have every <laughs> I'll have every letter 
filled in except for one. And it's one of those things where it's like, I just like I just can't see it, dude. And, <laughs> and then you have to do the you have to do the gross thing, which is you fucking go at your keyboard, you look there, and you just start putting in the fucking letters. You just go from <laughs> A to Z to be like, one of these is gonna work, and then maybe if I visually see it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll work out and then it, like when it does you're like jesus christ like a toad how did i how did i not see a toad dude you have to send me one of the ones that you because you you they're like stored individually right so you could send me a link to like one you've already done i do it so i do them every day on um it's dictionary.com, dictionary.com. yeah they okay. do daily I've crosswords been, i've been doing right. them i did one on monday that i slapped around that felt pretty good <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was a, that one sucked, dude. That was nope. see, I feel like crosswords also like they tried to be they tried to be way too clever. Like, so what They're was the cutesy. trick? What was the trick on Monday's crosswords? So Monday's, I think the name of it was like triple threat or something, or like three part. It was three part harmony. So like, um, one of the one of the clues was hold on, D E C O M P O O O. It was a nine letter word for disintegrate right so mm-hmm. i was like evaporate blah, blah 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 blah. the word ended up being decompose but it was spelled d-e-c-o-m-p-o-o-o like what with the three fuck, o's at the end like decompose <laughs> that's not even a real thing yeah, it's yeah. fucked up dude so it that was... was the that was the whole gimmick where like the longest <laughs> words had triple letters of the end that was like materialize with i i i at the end of it that's yep. stupid, and so I hate like, it. It's one of those things where it's like when you already like are clever enough, you're like, okay, something's not lining up, like, th- yep. and then you figure out like what the tr- quote unquote trick is. But when you're as bad at crosswords as I am, and I'm like, yo, dude, like, <laughs> like I can't figure throw this me, out. Throw me a bone here, man. <laughs> the only reason I figured out the trick is that I had three down that I nailed, and they were the last three of a letter. I'm like. How does this word end in three eyes? What word ends in three eyes? <laughs> I think one of the answers was handlebars. And like it was. The, the hint was very clearly like like or do you remember it was something like like what a, you a part of a bicycle with grips. Yes. Right? So that's very clear. Handlebars. And the idea is that you're supposed to know handlebars and you put it in, but it's incorrect because the last three are B R R R. My thing was, I was like, "Oh fuck, what is that thing called? What, what is the thing?" <laughs> so like, but I wait, even I, don't get the first I don't so get it. I don't. So there's no S on the end of it, though. No, it's just handle B A R R R. So it's like handle bars with a m- multiple R's. <laughs> we can, I'll, I can link you because you can go to the past ones. I, it's re- that one's real. You stupid. try try to beat my time though. Sixteen fifty one. He's bragging now. Speed demon. <laughs> Uh, I've also been getting a kick out of we, we were actually talking a little bit about it just before we started recording but uh, just like really like dumb like one minute two minute clip like music, like videos um, have you have you guys seen the uh, the Nelson Aguilar video with the guy, the, the, where, is it the guy that's being interviewed about the baby that falls out the window? Do you know what we're talking about, Scott? Uh, I don't think so. All right, no, this is perfect. This is okay, perfect. so Nelson Aguilar is a is a wide receiver, formerly with the Eagles. We signed him this year. The we oh, being yeah, the New England Patriots. 
Um, but he has a reputation of not being the best uh, ball catcher. Let's put it that way. As um, a wide receiver. <laughs> and I'll see if I can find a way to uh, to link this. Hopefully this works. We could tweet it out. Yeah, that probably works fine, too. But <laughs> it, um, it basically, there, there was this, like, fire that happened in Philly. I'm going to link it to you right now, Scott. There's a fire sale. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see the door. <laughs> or let me, let me, uh, well, either way, it's fine. But what it basically is, this dude who's like being interviewed, and he's like, "Yeah, the, the firefighters came, and it was amazing." I like, have seen this. They went in, they went in, they like they got it all down. They had the babies, and they were like throwing babies out the window, and like we were catching them. And then he like turns to the camera, and he's like, "Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps." <laughs> <laughs> Like, could you imagine, like, dude, you've had a rough day at work, you know, you 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 make all these plays, but you just sometimes you miss a couple balls. You know, you're just sitting down and you're like, wow, like, what a great, like, what a great local story that this guy, like, is saving babies and this guy just throws you under the bus. Right under the bus. <laughs> oh, good stuff, dude. Great, great comedy, honestly. I've I actually watched a really old YouTube video today that I haven't watched in so long. It's about the uh, Pokemon movie from like 1995. Animated movie? Oh yeah, it was it was real old, and it's it was this video of these two kids. I feel like they're from New York. Um, No, it's not the first movie because there's Pokemon that I don't know in it. Togepi's in it, so it's got to be the second movie. But there's these two kids just talking about how Snorlax. Yeah, Togepi's the egg. Um, cool. They're they're just talking about how Snorlax fucking owns. I'll find the video and send it to you guys. But it it just I watched it like in early college and it just tickled me. It it very (laughs) and I don't know why it popped into my head. Probably because all them Zapdos slayings that I've been doing. But Mm. yeah, now he's just fucking bragging, dude. We get it. I mean, that's how I had to watch these two episodes of you know how many times (laughs) I had to kill Zapdos. You only get it for two minutes. A long time to watch an episode. I guess that's fair. I've just been back in the wood shop. Oh yeah, just back at it, creating fucking works of art. Am I right? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I watch YouTube videos of people creating works of art, and then I hobble together. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we all have grand ideas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, anyways, (laughs) should we uh, should we start talking about these episodes? I'm down. <laughs> as as a as a quick quick side note before we get into it, it's it's funny because um I recently started watching uh, Ted Lasso. Oh at, yeah, at a you uh, and everybody else. Yeah, apparently apparently it's a very popular show. I did not, which is unbelievable to me. It's unbelievably that people are actually watching that show. Why? It's, oh, because it, it's on. Isn't it on like Apple TV? It's on yep. Apple. A okay, so strike that. Anyone even has Apple TV? So that's like the, that's it's so mind funny. blowing to me. Because I think it's I think so much I think half the hype on I mean like I get, the show's good so don't, I don't want no <laughs> I no I this is not this is not uh, yeah yeah no 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 but this, to show. your point Scott like I feel like half the hype is literally Apple just being like hey we have a show now please please check our service. I so what I think before we start talking about the Mentalist two is. And and Abik, you're the one who brought this up to me. 
the fact that Apple turned this into a TV show from a random clip seven years ago <laughs> yeah. that no. was made about Ted Lasso that NBC put out. Like, it's amazing. Who is Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso is Jason Sudeikis. He is... No, I understand the character. So is it like an SNL bit or something? No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's it's essentially like... So it was... It, the, the originator was NBC got the rights to premier league soccer like to broadcast premier league soccer in the u.s and like soccer isn't exactly like the most lucrative <laughs> like uh watching experience here like people just don't watch it as much um so one of the things they did to advertise it is they created this ted lasso character who is like i want to say is a college football coach D- and then two college football coach yeah and, and the whole joke is that he gets you know sent over to england to uh coach a premier league soccer team and like everything it's one of those things where like the running joke like i think he's like he's on the interview and he's like yeah listen like we're gonna just do what we do like win or lose and then like someone's like but you know or tie and he's like there's there's a tie here <laughs> like that's possible <laughs> and he's like well you know it doesn't matter like we're trying to get to the playoffs and they're like there are no there are no playoffs <laughs> and he's just like well gosh doodly darn like it's like ned flanders like level of like happiness with and it's ridiculous. It's whatever. That this is not nothing to do with what I, what I wanted to talk about. But um, what's funny is I was. It, it's one of those things where I was like, okay, that's an also also a popular show, and like, there's a bunch of podcasts of people like not terribly dissimilar to us as as far as like. It's like a lot of times it's like, hey, there's just a couple friends, like just not just not fifteen years behind the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's much more current. Like they talk about, hey, this 11. week's episode, you know? It's eleven um, years. And and I wanna like I mean a lot of these I, I say not so dip, different, but like these guys are like they're like, oh, we're like studio directors or like studio writers or comedians. Like they they're clearly qualified to be doing a podcast as opposed to like, we're just some people here. We're just check us out, I guess. Well, I mean, we have qualifications. Yeah. <laughs> some people Are, may Google I, us and find us on the second page. Oh, Maybe the third page? I don't know. I wonder where we are on Google. <laughs> I don't believe that we're even on Google. Oh, God. But uh, I'm, on, yo, I'm on Google no. Scholar. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> if, you, if you type in mentalist podcast, and I don't know if this is... This, this is how we, this, this is, is our it, baby. This, this is, is how we this get is, it. It's, where, is ta- like, this is a tailored search. <laughs> it, it's the first one. Reading Go to DuckDuckGo and crowd. type it in. <laughs> yeah. Are you logged in as Chris Sacco? Because that yes, might maybe. add a little bit. hundred um, percent. Maybe. <laughs> that could be it. But don't, it, don't change anything. Let's go. Let's run for that. What's so funny is like I li- I'm like listening to these podcasts and like one they're like so much more professional. Two like like it feels like I'm like listening to like an NPR podcast. But like the, the most important thing is like they, you just put on the podcast and you just start talking about Ted Lasso, dude. Like what idiots? Like yeah, no, like, that's, no. We got bu- do. We got to bumble around for twenty minutes first. Yeah. Like, of course, dude. People want to know. People are going to hear our, our stories about crossword. <laughs> All right. Do. Here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Two things. If you go to, if you go on incognito mm-hmm. and you search mentalist podcast, we are, first thing? we are, we are the third, we are the third hit <laughs> on that. <laughs> but that's because here, I keep paying the, Google. Mr. Google keeps taking my money. Here's the real whammy, though. 
There is a there is a, a hit that comes up best mentalist podcast of 2021. I do I don't see us on here. <laughs> no, no, so this is because this is all I think we did not we did not there's a lot of podcasts on here. We did not make the list. No, but but the thing is I opened up that link. It's all about who's actually being a met it's like being mentalist, like how to be a mentalist, how to be Patrick Jane. This is not yeah. about the television show. It's really funny because when I um, when I was like putting this on like different platforms, the Apple one was the worst because it was like I was just like I can't see like no matter what I put in here I can't seem to find our show on here. It's all like 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 Spotify was fine like all like the other like ones like I would put in like Mentalist podcast and would show up. Uh, and Apple, like for the, it took like multiple weeks before they're like, okay, these guys are probably legitimate. Like, like let's actually have a search algorithm like lead to these people. But uh, <laughs> if, if if folks want to tell us how they found this uh, podcast, uh, where can they find us, Echo? You can tweet at us at at Minds Crimes, uh, and if you want to email us and tell us more, you can mail us at itsmindcrimes at gmail.com. And if folks want to uh, watch the show themselves before or maybe after they listen to us ramble on about nonsense, where can they find that, Scott? Uh, The Mentalist is streaming on Apple TV. Maybe. I don't know. Who actually has Apple TV? It's available streaming. If you have any subscription service, they'll just throw it Apple, dude. I have like three different things. Yeah, because no one watches it. (laughs) Well, you should for Ted Lasso. And the mentalist, if it's there. And the mentalist, yes. You probably have to pay for it. (laughs) Uh, So this week we're talking about episodes 11 and 12 on season two. Uh, Episode Mm -hmm. 11 being rose-colored glasses and episode 12 being bleeding heart. Uh, What did you guys think about these episodes? Wholly forgettable. (laughs) They're fine. That's. I mean, it's... It's like in the real dredges of the middle of a procedural season of like, well, this is stuff. There's like a couple little things I liked. I appreciate like the, the the dressing of it. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, high school. Like that's kind of neat, I guess. And uh, for the second episode, I, <laughs> what's what's funny upon rewatching it is that like I didn't care for the episode that much, but like it was a very funny episode for like not necessarily reasons that they. <laughs> <laughs> not intentionally <laughs> funny. Yeah. 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 Okay. I agree with that. I oh, think yeah. go for it. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 jump right in. So we uh for episode eleven, this is the uh the aforementioned high school reunion episode. Uh let me pull this open over here. Uh yeah, so this one this one starts off with uh we got a we got a little bit of uh Van Pelt Rigsby romance to start off the the evening here. You know, I think Van Pelt's trying to make a pot of coffee, and Rigsby's like, "Ooh, baby, like let me let me go smooch on your neck for a little bit." Uh <laughs> and it's you know it's like at the dead of night, and Lisbon. Th- this is a point of contention, I feel like, but Liz- I feel like Lisbon like walks right in, and like they split up right beforehand. I still think that she a hundred percent knew that they that they're dating at this moment, and she's just like, "You fucking weirdos!" <laughs> like this, we're at a work environment, so she like tries to walk over to like break it up. 
Uh, I don't know. According to the next episode, that's yeah, not true. I was gonna say. I yeah. I have I have my my theory that she she in fact she still knows, knows but she's very angry that they would bring it up to her. <laughs> she doesn't want any of this. Like, okay, I might as well tell it now. Like, my whole thing is like, uh, like. <laughs> Lisbon is all business all the time, and she probably it's like probably just upsetting her that these weirdos are tr- like keep trying to hook up like at like on company property like in her vicinity when she's like just take it off like why do you have to keep doing this <laughs> like in the break room in a very it's part of the enjoyment is the fear of getting caught. But that's why she's like she's like God damn it like just keep it to yourselves like why are you breaking this up but. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. talk about that. More. Aren't there like cameras too, like everywhere? There's yeah. gotta be. There's been multiple murders. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like you think they would have put in like security cameras? Mm-hmm. We, in fact, we even saw the actual security cameras in the Red John episode. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. So and there's some security guard who's just like, all right, he's got his, <laughs> he's got his, he's got his, po- he's got his popcorn out. He's got his soda. Get it? And get then, it, Rizby. And then Lisbon walks in. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> every time with every time with Lisbon. Every time. But uh, so Lisbon anyway, that's in. the next episode. <laughs> she, she's like, "Hey, listen, there's a double homicide. Like, like uh, Rigsby, let's get you on the case." And Van Pelt kind of butts in and be like, "Hey, listen, like you know, you've always said like, um, that you want like I I really want to do field work, and you're like, hey, like you know, I." You always say you're gonna help me. Like this is a good case, and Lisbon's like, yeah, no, that's a good point. And then she's like, Rigsby, like you stay behind. Like Van Pelt, you're up. Um, <laughs> two things here. One, this is less funny now that I think about it, but at the time it was funny because uh, you, Liz, or Van Pelt has this fucking gun that's like very clearly like like strapped to her, and I was like, wait, all if she's just like doing a lot of like just regular office work, like this is kind of weird to just have a gun be, at all times. To be fair, like we just said, several yeah. people got murdered in the office. <laughs> that's the yeah. I was like, there's a lot lot of shit happened at the office where that makes it a little bit more sense. But I just like the idea of fucking Van Pelt being like, it's an open carry state, baby. I'm on carry. Or or dress for the fucking job that you want, which is yeah, her right. fucking to do in field work. <laughs> um, we we then we get to the actual or they get to the actual homicide, which is uh these a, a couple that uh, I believe that it's, they can just get shot. I don't even know what the actual yeah. Sel- Selby and Jana Vickers they were found shot in their car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jana has a super expensive borrowed dress on. And there's Big Buddy. Yeah, eight hundred eight hundred dollar dress. Uh and the tags are still on it. So like, you know, they're probably not keeping that dress. Um, uh, they're definitely not because they're dead now. Uh and there <laughs> but he was, can't return it. Yeah, there's blood all over it. He can't really return a, a bloody bullet hole dress. But so they find the borrowed dress, um, and a bottle of booze in the car that was opened. Uh, and so they start riffing like, well, <clears throat> they're back in town. What are they in town for? And Van Pelt's like, well, maybe it's a wedding or a birthday. And he's like, nope, no present. And and he's like, so what do you think? And Lisbon is already sick of his bullshit. And she's like, no, no <laughs> guessing games. Like, we're done with this. Just what is it? And he Just turns. Just tell me, God damn it. Yeah. So he turns to the other cops that are there and is like, excuse me, what's the local high school around here? And then 
cue the 90s music. Everybody oh, yeah. dance now. Boom, 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 boom. There's, there's some fucking great soundtracks on this episode. There I think is. Emily and I watched this episode like while we were like in like in bed, yeah. and there was a lot of bed dancing happening on Emily's <laughs> side of the bed. There's, good, there's some good ass beats, baby. There's a lot. <laughs> um, what I what I really want to say is, and and I rewatched this episode again today, and uh-huh. Sarah turned to me later on in the episode, but I'm just going to bring it up now. You do realize that that high school reunion is what our high school reunion would have been last year had we had one. So put put that in context. 15 years? 15? Yeah, dog. We all graduated high school in 2005. Well, we got to we got to shut this is not fun anymore. <laughs> That's all right. It's it's been it's been real. Uh everyone have a great day. I would Look. never do the Macarena like that. Okay. <laughs> I have some dignity. But like the thing the thing that I thought of is like I looked at I I was looking at the people and I'm like these people are 45 years old. <laughs> not our age. Like, they got one of, foot in the grave. This is appropriate. Maybe, Maybe they got all got held back severely. <laughs> like, it was aggressive, but I, just, Sarah, put that in context for me. I'm like, oh, this That's makes me feel up. gross. I didn't realize 15 years. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, have you, any of you been to any high school reunions? No, I, I went to zero interest. I went yeah. to my five and ten year high school reunions. I could see that, but you <laughs> know, were, so many people. Like you still like. I don't think I talked to anyone. So it's it's still. funny. Like the five year one, the five year one was stupid. Like I thought the mm-hmm. five year one was like really dumb. The ten year one was actually kind of cool because unlike this episode where everyone felt like they were actually just like scuzzy, lying, terrible people. <laughs> um, most of the people that I like wanted to see and was excited to see at my reunion were like pretty normal, just like regular people. And like no. we had some drinks. I actually went after my 10 year reunion. I went to a friend's house that I hadn't seen in probably like probably since the last reunion. Went to his house, met his wife. Like it was cool. Like we hung out. We had some extra drinks and stuff. It was it was fun. But I feel like 10 year makes more sense because like at that point, it's like enough away from yeah. that. You're like like five years. Yeah, you're right. It makes no sense because it's like fuck, you just dude, five college. years. It's like, like yeah. yeah, the weird thing to me is like. Because I didn't go to any of the other ones. 15 years is a really long time. Like, yeah. these are completely different people from the people that I would remember them as. Sarah's- so, my thing is, like, I have, like, two friends that I still keep in touch with from high school. They're very good friends. So, like, that's, I'm, I'm totally happy with that. But, like, the rest of my interactions with, like, <laughs> from friends or like folks in high school is very much the the principal. Like it's very like anytime like I read and like because people like for some reason can remember me, so they're like, "Oh, Mick, like how's it going?" And I'm like, "You're a very memorable." Hey, man, how's you, are- you too? Like you're so cool. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. How's it been? <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, but you you probably your school probably was pretty large, right? Like how many people mine were was, in your graduating class? Mine was class? pretty large. I forget yeah, right. exactly. I want to say like four hundred something. But. Yeah, mine was a hundred and six. I think. Yeah, like I was. You're, you're I, intimate on that one. I was yeah. like, we had like two hundred and ten something around there. Yeah. 15. So then imagine. So then imagine not remembering people. <laughs> There's yeah. only hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. 
That's why they give you name tags so you don't feel like a total that's jackass. Fair. No, but that's uh, for me. That doesn't help. I could go. Well, I could go. I could go as Jim. You could. Good. Go as Jim, <laughs> and then you could break. I don't know any of you people. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck y'all. My name is Jim. I hated this place. <laughs> Drag. What if you get name. there? For the people that so, so Scott's there's he has an identical twin named Jim. What if you get there? And, but the, this is what Jim's been doing every time. <laughs> so oh, he keeps coming oh, up with Scott. He's, oh, he went to the five. He good. went to the ten. He's got to the fifteen. That would be good. You could just get both name tags. And they, I assume they give you like drink coupons or something. Oh, that's a smart idea. The, yeah. the last one I went to was just at a bar, so we didn't just have any coupons. Hammered. We just people got some people got <laughs> obliterated. Sure got aggressive, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the, the one thing I feel like, and I don't know, this is the last tangent, but I feel like the whoever the the. Wait, let's be clear. This is not the last engine. <laughs> but it's like, whoever, is it the committee chair or like the president? You know how like in this episode it was the killers? The, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like whoever has that responsibility, it's like everyone just always feels bad because she has, or he or she has to have the, the for the rest of time, they have to <laughs> yeah. be the one to wrangle everyone together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I just feel like these people always seem like broken down by this idea yeah. that they like they didn't know they were old. They were simply children. <laughs> they didn't yeah. know what they signed up for. That they I, this I prison ran, sentence. I ran for my high school class president senior yeah. year, which is a lifetime appointment. I am so glad I didn't win it. I am so (laughs) glad I did. The thing is, the the girl who won it is actually like a responsible adult and was a responsible adult at that point. So good for her. Like she's got it going on. It's just like it's one of those things where it's like you have to deal with the whole spectrum of like you have people like who are like I'm never coming to this thing, but they'll never actually say they're not coming to it. So it's just like you still have to reach out. You still you have like the ten percent of people that are like. super into it and they're the ones that are like oh we have to do it we have to all these plans and, yeah. and but like that person has to be like yo listen you're the only freaks that want to do this thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah, you're, it's- you're the level of, of enthusiasm to our funding is not it, it does not equate right now because that could definitely like if you so i was a freshman class president but if it if i had ended up being like the one in charge, like I just wouldn't have done it. Yeah, and then it, and then and then there's like enough time. It's enough time in between that people wouldn't like re- like think about it. And then like you'd be on year six, and they'd be like, "That's weird. I didn't get invited." <laughs> I'm sure maybe we just didn't do a five year, and then uh, like maybe it's it, a seven. Uh, and then like eleven years go by, and they're like, "That's weird. I feel like everyone else <laughs> has gotten." Gone to their high school. They're they're my, messaging my, you, and you're just leaving them on read only. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my, our my, class president ghosted me, dude. Yeah, my wife I got did. invited to her ten year, and we graduated the same year. What's <laughs> going on here? And then I feel like you just got to fake your own death and move out of the country. Yeah. So <laughs> it's truly the only way. That's really the only way out. Anyways, anyway, this, this high school, let's get to this the, high school uh, reunion sucked. <laughs> Well, it's, I, dude, it starts off with like a casual sexual harassment situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing; it's not funny, but it's just one of those things. Yeah. Where it's like, just as a quick aside for our international listeners: Are reunions a thing in other countries? I don't actually know the answer to that question, and I refuse to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Germany, tell us, help us out, help us out here. <laughs> There's. 
Um, like one of the people, like it's Jane Elizabeth that are like walking into the reunion, and one person's like Stephanie. I haven't seen you in so long, and Lisbon's like who? And this guy's like I'm gonna try to make it out with you, baby. And I was like, I was like, okay, so this guy's gonna show up later, right? This is gonna be. And he's like, nope, this guy never shows yeah. up. <laughs> just he like, just called no. ten other women, also Stephanie. No, <laughs> isn't, to make isn't, out. That, isn't that the guy that was talking to Frogman with LJ? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, shows okay, he shows back. He shows back up, okay. but like not. It's not. Not important. Not, like, no, it's not important. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> awesome what happens to him. But anyways, oh god, um, I think that's basically like it's like it's like that scene, and they're like, Man, high school, eh? am I right? Yeah, <laughs> mentalist. <laughs> Cue the mentalist intro. Uh, what happens after? They go talk to Willa. So so uh, Jane and Lisbon go sit down and talk to Willa Brock, who, spoiler alert, is the killer for like the st- like, I guess it's a reasonable reason, but also like pretty you're stupid. A, you're a stupid, stupid person. Like you don't no. murder people for this. But anyways, um, they go talk to Willa, who's sitting with LJ Cordova, who is the worst human on this planet. This guy sucks. He plays his role so well. (laughs) He 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 does, but he also says that he was the high school running back, and I was like, this twig man was your running back? (laughs) (laughs) But he he brings it up with zero, like no one asks anything. He's just like, yeah, man, I'm, people loved me. I just, I got five <laughs> touchdowns and this one like, beat that, like, people were cheered for me. Yeah, it was great. To, like, just, I'm basically a celebrity. Is it, doesn't Lisbon be like, and that's relevant now? <laughs> she, yeah. She 100% does. So, so the way that this Who comes up fuck is that. <laughs> yeah, no one was, to, I don't even think I was talking to you. <laughs> so, so they tell Willa and LJ about Selby and Jana dying, and they were surprised that they were going to show up because. Uh, Selby got expelled from school for pulling a prank, which isn't really a prank. It's just like a sh- like a shitty it's a really thing. Shitty thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A prank um, is releasing three pigs in your high school, number one, two, and four. Right. This that is, is that's a that's, that's a, a prank. That's a wacky hijack. Yeah. 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 This is a thing where like they stripped some kid naked and put his underwear on his head and tied him up in the girls' locker room and took pictures. His name is Derek Logan. That's a felony. <laughs> yeah. But so so they, they talk about that, and then LJ just starts bringing up, like, they were saying, oh, I was a football player. I'm the best. And they're like, yeah? And he goes, it's because I was popular. I don't care about these people, and nobody cares about them either. I'm like, okay, People still talk is- about these touchdowns, man. <laughs> this guy's a shithead. Um, bet you I could throw this football over those mountains. <laughs> There, but so one of the other quirks I love about this guy is he is he's a fist bumper like to, to do a Seinfeld joke like this guy always like anytime he finds someone here he's like he has to do the fist bump and it's and it's like man how old are you dude yeah yeah Appa- apparently our age Nick. apparently our age. <laughs> I mean I'll I'll I love a good fist bump every now and again well, I was gonna like, say maybe just COVID t- you know handshaking's really not sanitary you go fist bump Maybe could it's just be, ahead of the times. He maybe, could be maybe. he could be a germaphobe, but I mean, very health conscious. Doesn't seem like it. But so <laughs> they're chatting. The only other thing I think of importance that happens here is that um, the current district attorney for <clears throat> San Diego, Gabe Nyland, shows up, who's also running for lieutenant governor of California. So they chat with him, and 
that's really nothing. According right? to him, he just arrived. Yeah, he just showed up. So, Which was- you would think would end up being relevant in the grand scheme of things. It's not. <laughs> it really oh. isn't. It's really not. He's, his whole character, completely useless. <laughs> what, what's funny is... Jade starts to grill the DA over like a ve- so. Yeah, I what, did like what happened. It's 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 weird because like the way the DA shows up is like they're because they're asking about the uh, the person who got pulled the quote unquote prank on, and he's like, oh yeah, no, I I don't think he's here, and or or I think the DA comes and he's like, oh yeah, no, like is he here? Like I don't think he's here, and Jade's like. How'd you know it wasn't here? And <laughs> it's like one of the situations where it's like, like the guy like gets all flustered and he goes like, I don't know what to say. But he could have just said like, dude, I don't know. I just got here, motherfucker. Like yeah. I assumed that the guy who got like fucking humiliated and left our school didn't show up at the 15. 15- like, I think it's a reasonable assumption to make here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, we, we see a student receptionist there um, that, like she, she has a. It, it's a very small thing, but I only want to bring her up because, um, she has a very good quote where I, I, Jade, I think Jade says something like, "You didn't really think that like we are here for the uh, for this reunion, right? Like we're we are not the same age as these people." And she's like, "Everyone over twenty five looks the, the same." And, and I had like a very like weird moment here because it was like I was like fuck that's like when you're a kid a that's a hundred percent true like yeah, yeah sure. twenty five might as well be fifty like <laughs> like yeah. this all you're, you're basically dick <laughs> <laughs> pretty much but like now for me it's like the inverse right where it's like <laughs> any, like anyone twenty five and under like you're all children like you're toddlers <laughs> to me you're like, a child. I was just gonna say is the opposite true now because. If you showed me an 18 and like a 26 year old, I'd be like, eh, probably the same. They're Total the same babies. Person. You're all babies. <laughs> like going back to, uh, I'm, I'm remembering like my cousin Sophie's high school graduation was four years ago. Mm-hmm. I went and saw her. Those kids look like they were six. And you're going, <laughs> what is happening right now? No, that, you're a- that baby's chugging vodka, dude. Someone's <laughs> <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> what is going on? Anyways. <laughs> In St. Louis, I taught college classes on occasion. And that was a real, that was a real mind trip. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird as hell. Uh, what's but, the what's the next scene? What, do you remember, uh, Scott? Uh, so we get uh, they go Cho and Grace, which is a, a combination oh, right. we don't get to see a lot. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. check out the apartment um, of the victims, uh, and I think Cho make some sort of comment about like like well they weren't living very well and I wanted to be like that's a nice apartment like there's nothing <laughs> wrong with good, that apartment yeah. it's a totally reasonable it's like apartment a, it's like a little messy but like yeah I mean, but like who am I to judge <laughs> yeah I mean Joe what uh, let's see your apartment yeah. it's, pr- it's probably maybe a little sad <laughs> anyway uh so they're basically looking around there's not too much going on um, but the main thing that they do find, show uh, checks the answering machine, which another blast from the past answering machine. That was the thing. Um, <laughs> and plays a message. Messages. Yeah, right. That anyone could listen to, in- including Cho. Um, <laughs> and so basically, it's it's a person who doesn't identify themselves, and they say they sound angry. And basically, the the gist of the message is, "I want my money, and if you don't give it to me, like something bad's gonna happen." 
So pretty ominous considering something bad has in fact happened. Um, and, uh, and I think that's basically the gist of it. Cause later on, I think the, the mom shows up, but it's not, not at this point. So there's a, there's a phone call between, uh, Van Pelt and Rigsby. There's like almost like a tertiary plot line here where it's like Rigsby's like upset that Van Pelt's doing all the cool stuff and he has to like yeah be back Riggs, in the office. Rigsby got <laughs> Van Pelted. In, in my in my inner canon, I also like to think that like Rigsby's also terrible at doing anything computer related, so he's just like more. And I will more say. Frustrated. Over the course of the episode, Rigsby does do a good job at a lot of, like, yeah. you know, like people ask him for stuff, and he's like, it's right here. Yeah, he's already <laughs> he, got it. But he does give up the appearance as if he is not paying attention <laughs> and doesn't want to be there. It's like the scene from The Incredibles where this giant hulking dude is, like, in the office. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck it. But There's, I think he um, was also, Mr. Incredible was also good at his job, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. There's, Just miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I want like I think they're like so Van Pelt and Rigsby are like having a phone conversation and then Cho's like hey listen come, like or Van Pelt come over here and she's like hey I gotta go and Rigsby's like oh yeah I'm busy too <laughs> bye, bye we both gotta go we have all these things to do and then uh, they hang up and then there's this hilarious thing of Rigsby crumpling up a piece of paper and throwing it at a basketball hoop I don't know if you guys remember this yeah and. He misses so bad, it doesn't even show up on the screen. <laughs> it's just off screen, you're crumpling it somewhere. <laughs> and it was so funny to me, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> uh, poor oh, old Rigsby. I think we go back to Jane at Lisbon, Lisbon was the reunion. Yeah, Lisbon was on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I think Lisbon pieces and Jane's like, I'm going to hang around. This yeah. place is pretty sweet. Yeah. They, he has like, he says the thing to, to what you're saying, Scott, where he's like, these people never change. Like their instincts never change. They're all just, they're bad people. And this is them just trying to act like they've gotten better. Yeah. But then none yeah. of them have. But I think he says like the mere fact that they're trying to pretend shows that they haven't changed at all or something along those lines. And Lisbon's he, like, oh, no, listen, I, I've changed. We, and he's like, have you? <laughs> we do learn, which I think was probably a safe assumption from the get go, that Jane never went to high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that was We're, new Jane. And, fact. And, he, and, he, and he takes it on all these high schoolers. Every yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah. We also maybe learn that Lisbon played an instrument. We don't know what it is, though. It was definitely the flute. 100%. So so that was my guess, but it could... I'm going secondary judgment, oboe. I think oboe... Or maybe cello. Ooh. All these possibilities. String instrument. It's not a timpani. (laughs) No. Jane's going to keep asking. Which music question, can you guys tell me what a timpani is? Nope. It does not exist. It's a wind instrument. <laughs> Incorrect. It is a big steel or copper drum. <laughs> that's not even a. That's just boom, a drum. Boom, 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 boom. boom. That's just words now. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> is there also a word for a slightly smaller copper drum? It's probably. A, <laughs> probably. Probably a small. Timpani. I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, so we see I, I, Scott. You alluded to it, but like. Uh, as Jane's like, hey, I'm gonna stay here and keep like poking around here. Uh, we get a we we get a seed of the mother of the victim, 
um, talking to Cho and Van Pelt, I believe. And she's like, hey, like, listen, like, my kid, my son was super nice, like, a very thoughtful kid, uh, but, like, feels terrible. Except for like, that one, one yeah, thing. Which is, like, pretty legitimate, to be fair. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's I just, mean, like, it, whoops. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, he's a really nice guy. He did kill somebody, but other than that. Incredibly nice. So nice. Um, but, she, you know, she talked about how, like, how that incident really, like, messed up his life until... Um, recently where he met, uh, this lady who, you know, became his wife and, you know, she like really changed the world for the better for him. And like everything was on the up and up and like all this stuff sucks. Um, Cho plays back the voicemail uh, to see if she like, she might, the mom might like know the voice. She says, no, I don't know this voice, but, uh, they, she, I think Van Pelt's like the one who's like, hey, like, we traced this voicemail to X town. And what the mom says is like, oh, that town is where the wife, like, or like where my son and his wife met. Like, this is where, like, they originated from. Um, <laughs> as this is happening, back at the reunion, we get the uh, the Frogman stuff. You want to do this part, Psycho? Yeah, so... Frogman. So LJ Cordova and the dude that tried the dude that didn't try the dude that smooched Lisbon right at the beginning of the episode. They're clearly a little intoxicated talking to um, if anyone watches the Big Bang Theory, it's Stuart from the Big Bang Theory. Um, Oh, yeah. I was like, this guy's familiar. So I looked up guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The guy at the comic book store. So they're they're talking to him. His name's Phil. Uh, and they're like, hey, Frogman, remember we used to call you Frogman because you played the French horn? And he's like, yep, guys, I remember that. Like, clearly, this is the kid that they bullied. They were the yeah. the the football players bullying him. And the the big fatso dude that, that smooched Lisbon's like, hey, remember when we put dead birds in your lock? He's like, yeah, I remember that, guys. Good one. <laughs> and he's like, well, have a good night. So Jayden sees this all happening from the bar. And Phil walks over to the bar and he's like, can I have a vodka tonic? Jane's like, give him the top shelf. It's on me. (laughs) And so Jane is like, you know, Phil, you should probably go talk to those guys and like tell them how that makes you feel because, you know, it's not great. He goes, "Ah, well, they they don't they probably don't care. He's like, yeah, but you care. And like you probably have a lot of nights like with regret where you didn't do anything about this. And like it's been 15 years and you still think about it. And he sits there and takes a sip and he goes, you know what? You're right. Thanks. And he walks over and Patrick's like, you go get him, Phil. He walks over and he goes, hey, LJ. And LJ turns around and he just fucking clocks him sucker punches this dude hard and then immediately this is my favorite part though immediately (laughs) turns in the chaos of the like the big guy who who made fun of too and just kicks him right in the dick (laughs) (laughs) just full-on punts him in the balls and then all hell breaks loose there's like all these people fucking yeah there's a prostitute attacking what appears to be another prostitute in the like (laughs) It's amazing, just a, a brawl, and Jane's like, Phil, Phil, no, 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 <laughs> like this isn't in, what I wanted. In Jane's mind, it was like, going to be like a feel-good thing where he, like, he stands up to his bully, and he's like, you really, like, you really should think about this. Instead, he's just like, fucking world star this shit. <laughs> he's, like, he's like moonwalking back out of the room. <laughs> Don't you uh, awkward moonwalk away. <laughs> I appreciated 
I maybe appreciates the wrong word, but like I thought it was like a a very good rendition here, where like the bully like is like it's he's like try to be like a personable to this person that he bullied, which was like an interest. Like it's not like he was like man, yeah, like you fucking suck. He's he's like. To him, he's like, oh, th- these are great memories that he had, right? Of being like, yeah, yeah no, like Frogman, you know, because and the guy's like, literally like, dude, like, what are you doing? And he's and he's just like, yeah, fist bump me, Frogman. Like, <laughs> um, I thought it was, I thought it was a well done character in, in terms of like being like the this show has a lot of like really like a lot of assholes, a lot of like douches, and like to have this character that like. Seems very friendly, but like in like a very like scathing mean way is uh I thought it was a nice touch. He was absolutely a giant massive douche, but didn't even realize he was being a giant yeah. massive douche. Yeah, which yeah, is exactly. a lot of people that are <laughs> yep. douches. Yeah, yep. Well, can, cannot read the signals or maybe yeah. chooses not to. Yeah. Maybe chooses not to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we we see the ramp of or like the ramifications come the next day where like Jade's walking into Lisbon's office and Lisbon's like, man, dude, like I left you there for like fucking an hour and you people got sent to the hospital and Jade <laughs> Jade's like, no, I had I had a very good reason for it. Like it was a very cathartic experience. Like there a lot of feelings came out. And like as he's explaining, Cho walks in and, <laughs> and um Jade basically is like, oh, thank God. Like, like, please, please take over. <laughs> like, he, he's like, I can't keep bullshitting this. Um, Cho mentions, like, hey, like, we tracked down, like, one of the contacts on, like, the wife, the wife's, uh, I don't know, phone or, like, some address was, like, we tracked it down to this, like, specific uh, location, which is, like, what feels like essentially like a Home Depot or like a knockoff Home Depot. And uh, Cho and Van Pelt go to investigate the, or like talk to the, the manager there. Terrence um, Badali. <laughs> he's <laughs> this guy. What does he remind? He's like, he reminds me. He's in something. He reminds me of like one of the, like, like a, like a teenage dad, like, or like one of those, like, like a Saved by the Bell, like father or something, I, but I forget exactly why. Um, he was also in True Blood. What is going on? Oh, well, a lot, of, a lot of the same casting calls, I guess. I also am. He looks like Steve oh. Kerr. I could see it. Um, yeah, he's but- the fucking guy from The Rock, dude. What? That he's the guy from The Rock that gets the the. The orb thing put in his mouth and then gets oh, punched. Oh no! He's yeah. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. Okay, that's <laughs> not the one you want to be. <laughs> um, he so Cho and Van Pelt are asking questions and they're like, "Hey, so like, why did you leave this like incredibly uh, controversial voicemail?" And the guy's like, "Wait," wh-? he says, "Like, what's the big deal?" And um. They're like, well, that person you threatened, like, they're dead now. And the second he says, like, oh, he died. This guy's like, I can't stay here. And he takes his giant fucking 
<laughs> These will always fucking kill me. I don't know why, but it's like, like, what are they thinking? Where they're like, all right, like. Sure, I didn't kill him. I have nothing to do with this crime. But the second I hear that some other person died, he's like, I got to get out of here. So I'm going to hit the fucking cop that I'm talking to in the shins and crumple him with this two by four and then just start running. Now, don't forget, he also pushes like a fucking boatload of PVC pipes on Ben Bell. (laughs) She's like fumbling through PVC. Yeah, and what and what I can only imagine is this guy just basically just does, runs a circle because, like, as he's like making these twists and turns, you see fucking Cho turn a corner after getting crumpled and just whacks him in the face with a two by four. Hey, Cho, Cho from the top rope with the steel ladder. Dude was pissed, man. Yeah, I, I, as soon as he did that, though, I was like, is that like legal for like? Him to grab like a large probably. metal instrument and just fucking was, hit him. I think it was wood, but realistically, like <laughs> it looked like he hit him right in the neck. This dude, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, probably many times soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, like I get that Cho's upset, but what? What if he killed him? That's <laughs> attempted murder, dog. <laughs> it escalated real quick. It did. Oh, um, this is incredible. The. <laughs> I think the next scene is like the interrogation where like chose the guy the guy is like it was real stupid of you to run or something like do you, do you guys remember? Yeah, uh, I believe and I believe he said, "Well, I heard that he was dead and I knew you were going to pin it on me." So my brain was just like, "You got to get out of here." And then Joe's like, "Well, your brain's stupid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they inter- yeah, yeah. they interrogate him and and uh, what you find out is that his fiance was Jana Vickers, and Jana Vickers is a mail order Polish bride. So this guy ordered a Polish bride, paid. It seems like the type. Yeah, paid twenty five <laughs> grand to marry this lady. She met Selby at a coffee shop and was like, "Sorry, dog, I fell in love." And the whole reason that he was calling her was that he wanted his $25,000 back that he paid to essentially forge her way to the United States and gain citizenship, which they were going to give her the money. Selby and Selby and Jana were going to give her the money, which we find out. Well, we don't find out, but we, I guess you infer that it was all blackmail to Willa. First. Yes. Yeah. No, I think that they, they basically say as much. No, yeah. I think. This did make me realize that I think my main issue with this episode is that they have a bunch of angles that all seem pretty rewarding and they pick none of them and they pick one that's just like kind of lame as for what actually happened. No. Because like it could have been this guy, like that's a totally reasonable thing. It could have been... The, the the kid that ended up dying, like, actually didn't die, but, like, came back. Like, that would have been kind of crazy. I, this, Dar- but, like, I feel like this is much more by the number, like, or, like, what you're saying is much more by the numbers of how procedurals work, where it's, like, yeah, you really. But this seems, like, it, intentionally obtuse. Yeah. Like, the, like, that they're, like, they're giving, like, they're clearly giving you a bunch of angles that all make sense. No. But, like. I don't like that then they pick one that's just stupid. Like, that's, give me a random one, but, like, it could it should not be the worst one. <laughs> to me, that like, that felt like literally every episode of House, where it was like, 
every like every procedure like if it's like if it's the first five procedures that they try like none of them will ever work and it's like always like something like like Hugh Laurie's like looking and he's like oh I see a butterfly like of course it's this <laughs> classic butterfly disease uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's like you you swallowed a butterfly when you're a child didn't you like that's why like all this happened <laughs> um what is Oh, I think this is where we get the uh I think Jane and Lisbon find out that the DA person actually did ended up uh flying in the night before. So they're the like DA is the other one. That was yeah. the other one I can think of. Yeah, they're like, "All right, let's ask some questions." And they knock on his hotel room and, and they enter um and he's just like, "Yeah, no, I'm doing like fundraising stuff like that, you know, that's why I was coming in early." Um, Jane's like, hey, like, let me check out your bedroom. And he's like, no, you don't check out my bedroom. It's an invasion of privacy. And Jane's like, that's a good point. That's a good point. And he's like, well, I'm just going in. And he yeah. like, up and like opens up the door. And bada bing, bada boom, it's the high school receptionist sitting on the bedroom, uh, or on the bed. And it's like, ooh, that's, that took a turn up for the, for the worse. Um, Juicy. Yeah. And, the the <laughs> it cuts the commercial and then we get Lisbon being like uh like this looks real bad for you buddy like you're just listening a minor for sex and the DA's person's like like no I was just helping with like her she she asked me about fundraising and I was just helping here My, she had a book <laughs> report <laughs> so what ultimately happens from this scene is that we find out that this is his like illegitimate child. But yeah. what's so funny to me is, like, this guy would rather the cops think that he's a sex offender the yeah. than find out, like... Because <laughs> it's not even, like... I think the point of this that doesn't register for me is, like, he... There's no real bad origin, yeah. right? All he had like, to say is, like, hey, listen, like, this is my child that I'm, like, seeing. And he's, yeah. like... He's like, no, I'll just, I'll just have you guys think that I'm fucking sleeping with this, this <laughs> yeah. literal child. Whereas the answer is like, I had a kid when I was leaving high school, and we kept it quiet. Yeah, yeah, yep. de- definitely this dude is being <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He's not the smartest guy for sure. Um, and but he like he eventually gives it up when they're like, hey, let's bring in the daughter and ask her. And he's like, I this is too much. I can't. <laughs> I can't keep up this facade that I'm sleeping with my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) A fucking ridiculous situation. Um, (laughs) But all all of this is like it has what what ultimately comes from this is that they finally get some truth out of him, which is he at a gas station like the day before he ran into Ethan or like in the past because he's visiting his daughter he ran into Ethan Selby or Selby where yeah, did whatever. you get Ethan there it's like the same kind of fucking dopey white dude I feel like is an Ethan and a Selby um, in, right. my, in my head that's, it's like there's pockets no, of, I'm, ex- like, I'm expecting a phone call from Ethan Hawk once that's he hears a little this. that's a little rude <laughs> Listen, he's an awkward degree, honestly. Yeah. Um, but he, he's like, yeah, no, I actually, I saw Selby at a gas station. And he's like, this this guy's like the nicest person. He was like even offering to um, 
like print flyers for me, like just super nice person. Um, I, and he, I think he like drops a basic nugget being like, even like with the prank, which is terrible, like he only really did it to uh, to be popular. I, I think what it uh, says. Um, I think I think it's like when he says that is when Jane kind of like puts the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, or does he? Because. I guess they don't know who, which one of the popular kids it was at that point. Yeah, but he knows it's one of the popular kids, no. right? He he may or not was know. Was it Frogman? <laughs> Might have been be Frogman. Frog it, it wasn't Frogman. Frogman's a nice guy. <laughs> it was Frog Boy. Yeah, Kermit. Frog Boy. <laughs> um, what? I think the next thing is the homecoming game, right? Yeah, Jane. Jane. Oh showed, yeah. yeah, it's like such a stupid thing. Like Jane shows up. And although his interaction with Willa is funny in this scenario, yeah. So like he he shows up and um people are all like looking around and LJ and Willa are talking and like LJ's like God damn it this guy's here again. So Willa walks over and she's like Hey Patrick Jane. He's like Oh Willa right and she's like Yeah how's the investigation going? He's like Oh my team is looking at many leads. Like well so Willa's like Well so. There, you know, your presence, this is supposed to be like a happy time and your presence is making people uncomfortable. And he goes, so, so do you want me to leave? Do you want me to just leave and let Selby and Jana have like no, no like vengeance or no, like no closure to their life? Like, you just want me to leave because of some people being uncomfortable. And she's like, no, no, that's, that's not what I said. He's like, well, well, what do you want me to do? She's like, okay, all right, never mind. And then she, she starts to walk away and he goes, oh, Willow, one more question. And she turns. He's like, how are the hamburgers? And she's like, uh, they're good. And walks away. I didn't get the hamburger thing, but I thought it was funny for him to just like fuck around with her. See, for me, it felt like, I don't know like if it was just like, my brain taking it a little bit, but I was, for me, it was like Jane when she's like, Hey, listen, like people are getting like feeling a little bit uncomfortable here. <laughs> it, I wrote down in my notes, it was like, Oh, is it uncomfortable knowing that I'm looking for the truth? Is that what you're looking like? Is that what you feel bad that I'm fucking, I'm here solving crimes and you're, you feel like this murder doesn't res- like need the due diligence that it deserves. And, and like, she's like, Whoa, okay, buddy. Like you can stay, I guess. Like, good God, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So then he goes and talks to vice principal D'Souza who mistakes him for a student. Doesn't mistake him. The dude's asleep at a, at a picnic table. He's like, Oh, welcome back. You look so old. And Jade's like, Dude, I didn't go to this high school. He goes, Thank fuck. I hate these things. I, I want to be. I fucking love this fucking dude. He's, he's like, I hate these stupid things. I want to be home on my couch drinking wine. <laughs> this blows. When he inter- he says, like, Oh man, look at look at you. You're all grown up. Come on, yeah. sit down. Tell me, tell me what you've been up to these days. <laughs> like oh, so kind, dude. And the second Jane's, he's like, Fuck, thank God, dude. <laughs> I hate this shit. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he brings him into like the the uh, girls locker room and shows like where the prank happened. And like then says that when D'Souza confronted or when the principal, when he asked um, Selby why he com- why he did the prank, he just said, I don't know. And like, it's a stupid scene. Like the whole scene was stupid. I don't think you really like. <laughs> 
I didn't learn anything from it. I thought it was a dumb four minutes of a TV show. It, it they uh, basically that, said that, the same thing that we already know, right? Where he's like, yeah. Shelby's a good kid. I don't get right. it. Right. They've said it like 15 times. It's all right. But I did like the vice principal, so that at least made yeah. it yeah. worth watching. Yeah, he was he was funny. <laughs> I also liked, it's like when Jade was like, I'm not part of the, the guy's like, like, he's still like offering him to sit down. Like, he's very like, Nice person, but he's just like, I just want to be at home, man. <laughs> I don't even want to be here right now. <laughs> uh, I think the next thing we have is Jade convincing Rigsby to turn into Derek, right? Or yep, was there yeah. anything else in between? No, that's no, I think it. that's it. We're basically at the end of the episode at this point. So we have Jane, who's like going through or like having Rigsby look through the yearbook. And he's like, hey, listen, like, he brings it to Memory Palace stuff again, which, like, to Rigsby's credit, like, that's impressive that he was able to do the Memory Palace in, like, what was, like, what, a few hours or something? Yeah. Like, like, perhaps we underestimated Rigsby. He's a smart cookie. Not or too not. bad. But and also showing his smartness when Jane keeps doing all this mod pals, he's like, you're up to something. Like, you're trying to do one of those weird things that Elizabeth is like, I'm out, man. I'm not doing this. And Jane's like, ooh, it's insubordination. <laughs> <laughs> this going to work out for you. <laughs> and he like gets up, he's like, hey, listen, uh... I'm gonna need you to do this, or I'm gonna tell everybody that you and fucking you and Van Pelt are fucking. <laughs> and, and, and Rigsby's just like you. You don't know. You don't know anything about this. Like, or like, what is he? I think he says like. So, what does he say? What are you, some kind of mentalist? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you even try and act like fucking Jane doesn't know? Like, it's such a. Well, I mean, I think he. I think he does a pretty good job of. You can tell that he ha- like he has literally nothing, so he just literally shuts down and just is like, nah, nah. <laughs> nope. He's like, fuck, I gotta let. <laughs> like, we get like, I think it like cuts back to Jade being like, you're goddamn right, you're gonna listen to me. <laughs> That's like the face he makes. <laughs> but the next scene is cool, Rigsby. You set the scene, Sacco. So it's it's Van Pelt, Lisbon, and Jane at the second part or third part. I don't know how long this friggin' high school reunion is, but I'd it's murder a, a bunch. I'd, I'd murder a bunch of people too if I had to go to a three day <laughs> high school reunion. But so they it's they're all sitting there, and Lisbon's like, "This is way out of line. Like we're 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 really stretching it here." Because I don't know if we mentioned Derek Logan, the kid who got the prank played on him, he's he uh, he overdosed uh, after high school. After that prank, he like moved to Virginia, got addicted to drugs, overdosed on heroin. Not great, not ideal, but A Derek real Logan, downer. yeah, uh, Rigsby looks like what Derek Logan might look like at a later date. You know, a little a fifteen year older Derek Logan could be Rigsby. So they convince Rigsby to pretend to be Derek Logan and he gets into his memory palace and shows up in a dope suit and they're pl- I don't remember what song was played. It was a it, sick song. It's Here's the Hot Stepper is what fucking it starts playing. <laughs> Here comes the hot stepper. My order up. So so Rigsby comes Great strutting out he comes strutting out of his car 
And the first thing he does is like he goes and checks in and he looks over and there's a guy's like, huh, Stu McAlpine, my favorite photography guy, <laughs> like shakes his hand and he, he slaps his sticker on his chest. He's like, what's up, Derek Logan and walks in and he schmoozes him, whatever. What I thought was actually really funny is when he walks in, he like he goes and says hi, he's saying hi to people and he introduces himself to Willa and LJ and when he sees LJ, he breaks from being Derek Logan for a second and just says the word refrigerator. <laughs> and he, he he's like, refrigerator. Ah, oh, LJ Cordova, the football guy. And he goes into this whole big story. It's super dumb, right? <laughs> so he like superficially talks to all these people, walks over to the punch bowl to get like some refreshments. Jane's sitting there. He's like, I can't do it. And Jane's like, you're gonna. Because if you fuck this up, well, maybe somebody finds out about oh. you and maybe someone finds out about Van Pigsby. <laughs> what's that? What's going to happen next? <laughs> so, Stop reminding me, man. So he he's, seems all stressed out. But Willa starts doing some weird, dumb, superlative bullshit of like, oh, the f- people are most likely to be together. Rigsby runs up on stage and just like steals the show. And it starts out cool, right? He starts out calm, collected, like, hey, congratulations to these people. Obviously, it is. Talks a little bit about who he is as Derek Logan. And then he's like, and you know what? I had a prank played on me, and it sucked. But you know what? Tonight, payback is a bitch. And he starts rambling. And as he's rambling, LJ runs outside, and Lisbon follows him, and he's puking over the railing. So he's up there being like, we're going to get revenge. Tonight's the night I find out. So LJ runs outside and then Frogman or Phil, as he should be called, because that's his name. He runs out and he's like talking to the babysitter. He's like, ah, just give the kid some aspirin. He's fine. But Willa, Willa dips and she's (laughs) going to pack her bags. And so she gets back to the hotel and uh, Lisbon and Jane follow her there. And just just let themselves into her room. <laughs> yeah. Some and and, Scott and start by make, saying, "Hey, pay 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 the lady or fucking it, give her yeah. a good tip." Also, yeah. going to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. I just wanted to step in real quick. We 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 kind of mentioned it, but I wanted to um all just focus in on when. Uh, when Rigsby actually enters the dance hall is such a good scene because these fucking squares are playing the Macarena, right? And they're all fucking doing their Macarena dance. And that's when fucking Rigsby's popping in. Like I said, playing fucking some good-ass music. He's turning heads. Everyone wants to check out a little bit of Rigsby. Rigsby's got a little fucking showing little skin, showing a little bit chesty over there. He's fucking strutting, baby. He's got the drip. It's great, dude. It is, it is. Everyone loves Rigs- Rigsby right now. Perfect timing too. That He's song cool by Rigsby. That song is by the artist Eni Kamosi. Uh mm-hmm. it was released in nineteen ninety-four. It's a great song. <laughs> it is a great song. Just Rigsby like the Macarena. Yeah. Oh god. I can't believe you guys said you wanted fucking aliens to listen to the Macarena as their like I didn't say that. I mean it's what, an what easy, are you fuckers did cause No, it's an easy dance to pull off that you could pull off and show them. You ain't pulling off the Dougie. Yeah. You want, also yeah, you want, <laughs> that's like fucking if you want a hospice care dude you want to show them fucking the Macarena. <laughs> anyway back to the back to the murder murderer Murderess. Uh, what happens? What happens with their confrontation, Scott? Not a whole lot. 
<laughs> um, but basically the gist of it is Jane boils her down saying that like he must have done something to slight you because you were like, this was the best time of your life. You were in control. Everyone loved you, blah, blah, blah. And so I think she says that like he said or he told people that she let him touch her. This was this and was it, Derek. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she was the mastermind behind this. So she convinced the the victim to pull the prank that ruined both his life and the victim's life. Um, and the the evidence that they have that they find in her bedstand that is that she was there and she actually had him take pictures like while he was tied in the bathroom. And so apparently uh, the big change was when the victim got married, uh, he, his new wife basically convinced him like that to like get over her because apparently he'd like had had a thing for her and like like basically told her that it's time to like turn over. And when they needed the money, they he basically said like, if Willa, if you don't give me this money, like I'm going to tell everyone what happened and that you were behind this and like. She couldn't let that stand, so her solution was to say yes and then shoot both of them. And take the negatives. But, but then keep the negatives, not just burn them. But then, yeah, keep the... And then, which I think once, like, they take her away, like, Lisbon comments that, like, well, it's a good thing she held on to those, otherwise we would have literally no evidence. Mm-hmm. The evidence that they probably legally got by just entering her apartment and just taking it without a warrant... <laughs> But they would have no evidence, and then Jane, I think, comments that like they were a trophy, and like, sh- like murderers always keep a trophy, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic, classic uh, criminal minds. They always I, have I, a trophy. I think there's like a little, they mentioned something about how like she's like a regional like TV anchor, and she was about to go national, so like she, she two shows have, a bit, two shows, two shows, two shows a week. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, if this scandal came out, like, she would 100% lose the, that game. But also, like, again, the same thing with the guy's, like, wife. Like, it's just 15 years ago. It's a high school prank. Like, yeah, it didn't, like, there were big implications at the time. But but is the story that she was somehow tangentially involved in a high school prank at this point going to ruin her life? It's, is it worth is it worth killing two people over? Well, what what was I don't I don't want to say nice, but like she like very very much like she kind of like showed her true colors, right? Where she's like, yeah. this guy should have stayed like a loser and alone. Yeah, like, he, I think like, it was right. more about that. Yeah, like yeah. like for her, much of it, so much of it was more like disrespect, right? Which is the whole reason yeah. she did the whole thing with Derek in the first place was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the idea, the mere idea that someone would challenge her on this. Nobody like, makes me bleed my own blood. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The arrogance of it all is what like <laughs> led to her, uh, yeah. <laughs> murdering these fucking people. And then we get a somewhat nice little odd scene is that uh, they go back to they for some reason they go back to the reunion or the reunions in the hotel. I think the reunion is the hotel. Yeah. Okay. So they go back downstairs and I think sorry, I'm not gonna remember Frogman's name. Phil. Phil. (laughs) Good old Phil. Uh, I think tells Jane like he's welcome to the twentieth anniversary or twentieth reunion. He kind of laughs it off. And then, uh, more than words by the band Extreme comes on. Great and song. Liz- great song. Great song. Um, and Lisbon gets excited. Jane 
like says something along the lines of I, I can't even remember exactly what it is, but like this is like this like you're gonna just like stand there on the side pretending that you don't want to dance to the song, but you really do want to dance to it. And they have this like little awkward weird thing, and then Lisbon agrees to dance with Jane. And that's they, adorable. This, yeah, you and two they, dudes are insane. If you think that there's not going to be a ro- romantic relationship between them, you two I think it's too obvious. It's too, it's, it's, too, it, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. I, I, I'm just on that fucking load person. I'm on the Titanic fucking sinking, big like, yeah, sink I'm going away, down with have a nice I'll go professional down relationship and be cordial coworkers slash friends. Jane's not and even I'll, a CBI agent. He's a consultant. They say that every single uh, time. <laughs> This fu- this fucker sleeps in the his b- murdered wife's fucking bedroom where blood's still on the wall. We don't know that. This we is know not that was a healthy relationship. Yeah, but to be fair, Lisbon also isn't in for a healthy yeah. relationship. Listen, they're all fucked. They're all. But fucked. I'll I'll end this episode uh, with what the wiki says because again, <laughs> the wiki occasionally is very poetic. And as they dance the rest of the night away, only one mystery remains unsolved. What instrument Lisbon played in high school? (laughs) (laughs) Oboe. Absolutely oboe. The flute. A Bic, what's the instrument she played? I'll fucking know. (laughs) Well, you gotta guess, because we're gonna find out. She did chorus. Mm. Okay. All right, she sang. All right, Maybe a beatboxer, I don't know. Ooh, that would be super weird. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. All right. There was de- there was definitely a scene earlier on where I think Jane maybe when Jane said something along the lines of like, I didn't go to high school and Lisbon is like I didn't like high school and I was like that was because you were a witch. <laughs> anytime, anytime we hear about Lisbon High School, I just yeah. think of like the yeah. craft being canon now, which is it's not points canon. in her favor. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean it is it is canon. It was in California. She it's never in left. California. It's in universe. Counted. It is. For sure. We, uh, there is, I, I do want to bring up one more thing that happens right before the dance where, uh, Lisbon's like, hey, so, like, how, how the hell did you get Rigsby to, like, do all this stuff? <laughs> and Jade's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, um, I told him that you would, I, I promised you would give him Monday off. And I love how <laughs> Lisbon's like, no way is this guy getting Monday off. You fucking kidding me? Which, again, go lends credence to my idea that Lisbon just fucking wants these guys to work under her and do their fucking job and stop fucking on the side and doing all this weird hanky-panky stuff. But I and Jane's like, yo, dude, like you, you're gonna make me look like a fool. Like I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I he's like, you can't have this in the bargain. Like I need to keep my end of the bargain. Lisbon's like, too bad, he's coming in Monday. It's like, but you, you, you realize how this makes me look, right? <laughs> dude, Lisbon, like you idiot. are cold as ice, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just absolutely no, like it, it, like that. You might as well have said that I, I told. Rigsby, that I was gonna cut off your hand and give it to him. There was, there was no hesitation. There was like, like you would expect that like, she'd be like, "Oh, let me think about it," or like, "Oh, we have that." Like, there's some no. really important stuff. But no, she's just like, "I don't yeah. care." No, dude, he's coming in Monday, baby. Yeah. It's like it's shit. like Jane spit in her face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was very funny to me. Very funny. <laughs> so we want to talk about the Office episode. Yeah, yeah, we got episode 12, the the documentary <laughs> office episode. So I came up with an alternate title for this. This is called Bleeding Heart. Okay. My alternate 
episode title is The Documentalist, which I think is better. The Documentalist, that's, okay. You got It's got to at least be The Red Documentalist. Yeah, that's fine. It can be The Red Documentalist. <laughs> that's good. What about Documentalist in Blood? Ooh. Like, like that's the title is in blood, or you just put Documentalist in blood? Either. Whatever you want to do, baby. You can put put documentalist in that creepy Halloween font with the blood drips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which feels like a who's on first situation right now. I like it. (laughs) How does this this one start off? How does this one start off? Um, It's, it's, yeah, it starts off with with Jane and Lisbon, like the office style, uh, Mm -hmm. standing by, like, in a camera frame, so like a TV show and a TV show, uh, as like a it's a public it's essentially like doing some public relations. Um <laughs> and some some dude asks Jane, uh, I don't even remember the question that he asks him, <laughs> but like they're filming and Jane like they ask him a question and they're like, he's not even a they CBI. Basically agent. Are like, hey, like, are you like can you read mine? And he's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't. He's, he just All this shit is so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> he immediately is, he stops, freezes for like a long <laughs> time, and then it's like, this isn't a good idea. And just yeah. dips out of the thing. And Lisbon's by herself now like, uh, what? I, I cannot stress enough how funny every scene of Lisbon on the camera on is. On camera is so good. Like it's so I just good. like how did she is the worst liar or like yeah. what like like how did she survive that one episode where she was a suspect? Like it makes no sense to me. It, it does uh, lend credence to me because in my head I would imagine that when Minnelli stepped down, mm-hmm. that Lisbon would have been potentially like a top candidate to like take his place, even though she's pretty young. But like she's done really well. She's in the CBI. Like it, it sort of makes sense. But seeing this episode with knowing that job is primarily public relations, I can see exactly why they did not. She would it, be it wasn't dead even discussed that, yeah, that she would be the new head of the CBI. <laughs> We don't see too much of the Elizabeth stuff here, but we do see a potential recurring character in the police chief. I only say that because, like, like he really doesn't really show up in the episode, but they, like, kind of make somewhat of a, like, big deal with him. The police and chief? Also, he kind of looks like a Tommy Lee Jones knockoff, I feel like. I can't say that I even remember him. Yeah, who are you so. talking about, the police chief? Like, so, like, as they're walking to, um... The the crime chief scene. chief Donner, yeah, the guy who kind of looks like Tommy Lee Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this guy's like a pretty famous actor. But isn't isn't he even. isn't he like a local guy? Isn't he local police? Yeah, he's like another. Yeah, he was yeah. he was the chief of like the area, like where yeah, the because yeah. they so they he ask, has that great line. <laughs> yeah, so they one of the questions that they ask Lisbon before they cut to this, and I'll let you talk afterwards a bit because they ask Lisbon like so. How do you get a lot? Like, isn't it isn't it rough when you like show up to these crime scenes? She explains how the crimes happen. She's like, isn't it rough? Like, don't the local guys like aren't they pissed at you for showing up? And she's like, we have a great relationship with all of our local police <laughs> yeah. officers. Like, all and of our she's local. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it it cuts to the scene. Yeah the the <laughs> the cops is the stupidest line, or he's like CBI. More like Bureau of Interference. 
Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> That's all Jade needs to hear. Be like, I took that person. <laughs> and it, and I, I'm going to end this whole man's career. <laughs> <laughs> So they're they're checking their body and what and they ID this person as one of the PR ladies for the mayor of in the town, um, who I guess they were like this was like a plot of land that um they were gonna, They were breaking ground. They were like doing some housing on and got interrupted with this dead body. Um Jane's over here <laughs> sniffing the body, trying to figure out what's going on. And he's like, "This lady's wearing PJs," and just like she must have been like at her ho- like at a house or at a home when like and they got killed, and they brought her over to this public area. Uh, the chief's like, "Yo, is this this cat fucking sniffing the body?" And Jane's <laughs> you better like, believe it, bucko. Jane's like, "I'm gonna sniff you," and I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs> seconds I'll be sniffing your dead body. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> And he breaks down fucking this chief's last 20 years <laughs> talking about his fucking divorces and stuff. And <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones over here gets pissed and like tries to, yeah. grab, <laughs> tries to grab Jane. And Jane, very, in, in my eyes, very impressively has some ups as he like runs away and j- jumps over the fucking like yellow he tape. Hop, he hops the caution line real good. In that I suit, do, dude, that's not easy. I nope. do hope that in the season bloopers, there's a couple takes where he doesn't make it. Just eats it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's all that happens in the, in the opening. Yeah. Basically, and then it hits the mentalist opening theme. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this because it pops up several times. It really doesn't matter. But uh, Brenda, who apparently is the PR person for the CBI several times talks to several people on the team and is like, please try to speak to these people. It's very important that we have good public relations. And they're like, go fuck, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, we've never seen her before, right? This is her first appearance. I think she's, I think she's new, but I hope she comes back and I hope they have the same reaction to her every time. That she's like, I'm just trying to help. In, in the show fun- one is the best. Oh, is the show one's the best. You can you in, can do the show one for sure. In in interesting news or interesting like fun fact, uh, that woman Scott and you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. She was in the most recent episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, d- uh, three or four? Yeah, uh, in season. Wait, no, season episode two of the newest season. Oh, she was the she was the cop. That couldn't do anything oh, about it. Oh, the good cop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so we get a scene of the camera crew interviewing Lisbon, and <laughs> they're asking her about the CBI, and she's like, <laughs> she says, <laughs> um, she's like, hey, listen, like, not to brag, but like, you know, we have, we lead in the most closed cases, not that anyone's countering anything. Which to me is funny because like that shit gets brought up all the fucking time on this show is like that their department closes the most cases. Like, you motherfucker, you bragging about this shit left and right, Lisbon. Don't be don't be acting like you don't fucking fucking love that stat. And she's very proud. But that's when the <laughs> the guy's like, Hey, but don't you also lead in the most lawsuits filed against? And like her face goes from like this like smug happiness to like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> and the camera is just zooming further and further into her face. She just sits there in silence, awkward, and she's like, this interview is over. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Uh, then she turns to Brenda and like, man, we're done here. We're done here. She, she turns to Brenda and Brenda's like, she's like, Are you fucking kidding me, Brenda? Like, <laughs> this is the bullshit that you're I thought this was supposed to be good PR. <laughs> you uh, bring this fucking this garbage human being in here talking about our lawsuit rates. Uh, <laughs> uh what's the next what happens after? So <clears throat> that's when she like so she kind of puts her foot down and is like they're not filming us when we're out doing work like you can you can film us around here and whatever but like you're a news crew we want to see all the footage of what happened at that groundbreaking ceremony so we can try to figure out what's going on um and the dude uh what the hell is the guy's name mike mike brewster um they point out the mayor, whose name is Melba Walker, like the toast. Um, uh, and Heaton Krupp, who is the developer of the the complex. So they, um, I think at this point, like they, they, do they go back to the scene? Or is this when they go to the, the mayor's office? I don't, I think they also show like the, the people protesting, right? Like that's Yeah, there's the people protesting in the background that are wearing like, that they have the J, which we come to find out is for Jasper, which is some like environmentalist. Or Jasper. <laughs> Could be Jasper. It's a soft J, like yogging. You don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, he's yeah. like this this guy, this entity, Jasper, is like an environmentalist, and he thinks that this groundbreaking of this complex is on conservation land, and and like you can't ruin Mother Earth that way. Like, classic stuff in a tv show that you would see like this and happens in real life it does some people are crazy um but anyways uh so they, so see they that. do meet with the, the mayor second, there's there's nothing crazy about protecting mother of earth with fire bombs <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true but so I'll, you can do the the main part too i just want to break in because there's another great lisbon interview part where I forget like if there's any other question, but they're like, Lisbon's like back on the mic, and they're like, hey, so like, what do you do on the weekends? And she's like, why, why do you want to know what I do on the weekends? I, mean, I, I do like what anyone else does. Like, why would anyone say otherwise? What are you talking I do, about? I do, I do normal people stuff. All right. As again, the cameras just keep zooming closer and closer yeah. to her face. But just so good, so good. You can just tell she's getting sweatier and sweatier <laughs> as they zoom in on her like why do you keep putting her up in front of the camera dude don't do it but so so i think um they get some stuff some like pictures and stuff and the laptop from from the victim martha's apartment um and one of the things that they noticed when they uncovered the body was that there was like a cut not a cut but like an impression on her neck which is clearly like a necklace that got ripped off of her neck. So they see this necklace that she's wearing in all these photos. Um, Jane's like, nah, that thing's no one's. It's not going to ever be seen. Um, whoever killed this woman, that's the trophy, right? Like that's his trophy or her trophy for this. Um, another side parcel or side quest that's happening is that they only have the footage from this guy, Mike Brewster's um, channel. 
And to get the footage from the other channels to get different angles is a bitch and a half. So Cho's job this whole episode is to try to get <laughs> that other footage. And mm -hmm. he's losing his mind trying to do that. And then I think they go to the mayor's office. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Scott, I don't know if you want to talk about the mayor's office. Uh, sure. Uh, so basically we, I think we get one or two scenes where they go to the mayor's office, um, and Jane does the classic Jane stuff where he's like, just step, stepping over boundaries. Like, I think he immediately goes over to the assistant's desk and like starts like rifling through it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this is also where we meet Wilson, who's the mayor's assistant, I believe. Uh, who also turns out to be one Jasper. Yes. Spoiler. <laughs> also, alert. also the guy from Firefly. He is the doctor from He's Firefly. The doctor from Firefly, who everyone hates. <laughs> well, I didn't hate him. No, I, everyone, just, it's just Nathan Fillion who hates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nathan Fillion does. Um, and so basically, we get, uh, we get. To, the big takeaway here is that the mayor, I believe, lies about what she was doing the day before the murder, if I if I remember correctly. Um, it's uh, she's like being very or she's obfuscating she, the truth about the victim because she had like a big presser and she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, it was, it was about to be like it was like a, like a ski trip or like something like. Silly. Yeah, she says something really or she was going to go talk about. Yeah, like. To talk about like permits for something silly, which we later find out is not true. Yeah, um, she's like, hey, but why don't you chase down the real killer, which is this yeah. guy? And they show like a comical fucking like this is to me this felt very throwbacky of like <laughs> what is clearly supposed to be like a four chan like equivalent <laughs> of this fucking. Jasper motherfucker being like, I am Legion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the I am Legion. He's got like the camo on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, this fucker, this is, this is straight out of fucking 2005 in my eyes. Like this was, this was dated in fucking when this episode aired. Yeah, so basically the interaction we get is that she, she's very standoffish with them in general. Um, and she assumes that Jasper is the one that killed him because he's been threatening the office. I think Jane retorts at some point that, like, she, if that was the case, like, they probably would have killed her because mm -hmm. she would be a much bigger get than her assistant. Yeah. Um, and she, she does not take kindly to that. <laughs> um, at some point, Wilson comes in and gives her a note, which she reads and then puts in her pocket. Uh, and then basically, like, they're ushered out of the office, uh, during which time, apparently, Jane steals that note. Um, <laughs> because as they're about to get on the elevator with Lisbon, he shows her that it was, like, uh, a message from Heat and Krupp that they need to speak immediately. I must, Jane insists that he... <laughs> Because <laughs> she's like, all right, you guys need to leave. Because because he keeps being like, you, you're lying. You hated that person. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you got to go. And Jade's like, listen, all right, we are the authority. All right, you can't tell us when to leave. We will leave when we want to leave. And, and then at that point, Lisbon's like, we got to go. Yeah, so we're leaving because we're leaving. that's what we're saying. <laughs> she's he like, anyway, Lisbon go. wants us to leave. So we're leaving on our own accord, not because of you. Bye. Anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so, yeah, they, they find out the stuff. I'm like, okay, so, like, um, this is, like, a 911 about the developers. So, like, Cho and Rigsby go and talk to the uh, developer who... <laughs> Very much one track mind of being like he just wants to finish the project. He, he says the same thing that the, the like the the baseball episode did, but like much less convincing. Where, he, where he's like, um, they're like, hey, so like you know, do you know anything about the victim? And she's like, no, listen, like I yeah, I felt bad, but like I think she would have wanted us to finish this dumbass housing project. <laughs> like, like that would have definitely been her intent. Like. She would have given us her like the goodwill from beyond the grave, and they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" And he's like, "Whatever." But like, she she had like what ultimately comes out is that like she was holding back on like a ten million dollar grant that he needed to keep like continue completing this um this project on, and like that's what he was like calling her and like yelling at her on, um. And that's when Cho's like, oh, so, like, that's weird, because now that she's dead, like, you're getting that money. And the guy's like, like, fuck you, buddy. Like, I don't, I just, I just want the money. I get this, it makes me look bad, but, like, I didn't do anything. Sure, I look like the murderer. (laughs) But the, his terrible fucking excuses get cut short because a fucking Molotov cocktail looking thing gets, <laughs> breaks through the window and immediately lights this motherfucker off. <laughs> He's like, oh, my leg's on fire. And <laughs> Oh, look at me. My leg's on fire. <laughs> and it's like it's like a serious situation, but all I can think is, like, Rigsby's like, it's my time to shine, baby. <laughs> like, I'm back in my element. <laughs> Rigsby, you are not getting burned alive today. <laughs> I was I was bored here in this burning woods, and so they they fucking bust out of there. I mean that that guy's pretty fucked up. He has to go to the hospital. Which did you realize? So they go the door they came in in is barred, and they have to break through it. Which begs the question: How did they not hear the door being barred <laughs> while they're standing in this off like cubicle office? You very carefully lower the bar. <laughs> <laughs> They had a very fucking heated debate going on, all right? They didn't see it. They were wow. yelling about stuff. <laughs> so they they get away. Um, but they notice like out out by the uh outside of the trailer, there's a can with the J, the the signature J from Legion, aka Jasper. <laughs> aka Jasper. <laughs> aka just- Wilson. <laughs> I, Wilson. I, I have to stress I am Legion is the stupidest because the whole point of Legion it's we are Legion it's supposed yeah. to be a conglomerate of unknown you can't say yeah. I am Legion you can't sounds, but you just sound, sound like an idiot sound, sounds well, like they like, just did listen this is not the first of Jasper's fucking stupidity okay? this will continue Look, he's Wilson. not a smart man <laughs> he's, dumb. Dumb. he's incredibly dumb some would say um, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the next interview, which is Rigsby, who <laughs> he, he goes through a range of emotions here because he starts off being like, yeah, man, I did arson stuff. I'm I'm the arson guy. Like, I'm glad I'm in here. But that was kind of scary. And like, <laughs> you can see his face turn in real time because he's just like. Man, the gift of life is the strongest <laughs> gift that anyone can give us, and he like yeah. has like what is like what is essentially like an ex- existential crisis. Uh, <laughs> comes off sounding a little bit like a supervillain, where, where he, 
keeps mentioning, uh, where is it? Ah, it's a gift, isn't it? Life. You got to make the most of it. Um, I have a bone to pick with this motherfucker because, (laughs) because this, what his, like his like little crisis here ultimately ends up being to skip ahead is that him having this crisis leads to them finally him and Van Pelt coming through and telling the team, Hey, like we're like, we've been hooking up. Like we need to tell you this because life is too short. Whoa, 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 That is not how they phrase that. Okay. Well, we'll, 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 that part of it we'll get into, but like the the reasoning, (laughs) the reasoning Rigsby is, is because of this, this near death experience that he's had. Right. Yep. But this motherfucker, just like a few episodes ago, Van Pelt got shot. Van Pelt literally got shot. <laughs> and that's not what leads Van fucking Rigsby to have his like epiphany. He's just like, I was trapped in this fucking burning place for like 10 seconds. Well, I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we know that Rigsby would, would shoot Van Pelt himself for $20 million. True. So. <laughs> I'm just kill like, me. R- Rigsby ain't coming out to seem like the nicest boyfriend in this situation again. Rigsby's a doofus. We all know I it. Like to, I like to think Van Pelt's like, this motherfucker is saying we have to come clean after he's fucking had some smoke up his nostrils for like two seconds. Like, I I got fucking shot. And he, did, he didn't say shit, okay? Mm-hmm. He seemed concerned at the time. <laughs> Semi. This guy's rethinking his life decisions. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably a combo of that and the fact that he's realized that now Jane can blackmail him at will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up like this. I can't. I can't keep a life like this. Look can't at how happy this. I was as Derek, man. I can't chase yeah. these high. I'm just going to go back to being Derek. <laughs> oh, God. What happens after? Uh, <laughs> so this is the when they're... I think they, they're back in the office and Grace... Is, or Grace. Van Pelt is like, Jasper's going to kill more people. And Jane's like, Mm-mm, he hasn't killed anybody yet. And like, <laughs> they're like, no, no. Um... But they, I think they they go back to the mayor's office, right? After they chat for a few minutes in there, they go back to the mayor's office. And Jane's like, so how much of a bribe did you take? And <laughs> and the mayor fucking loses her mind on him. She was like, well, maybe maybe go start talking to, to Martha's lover instead of me. But earlier in the episode, they were told that Martha was single. Curious. 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 Um, So I think that's like all that comes from there. But in the meantime, Cho has got the footage, right? And so uh, they're they're reviewing the footage back at the place. Is this when they interview Cho? It happened like around here, yeah. Do you want to, Scott, you want to do this part? Yes, Scott, give me the show. Give me the show. Give me the show interview. I mean, it's pretty short, as most interactions with Cho are. Uh, but they're basically just like asking him questions, and immediately Cho turns this interview back around to what's the guy? What's the stupid guy? The killer? Mike. 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 Uh, and so he's like, "So you're you're you've been working in the news for a long time?" And he's like, "Yeah, like three years." And he's like, "So you're an anchor now?" And he's like, "Actually, he's still doing field report stuff." He's like, "So you're ambitious, but you haven't gotten very far." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and the cameraman is I, my favorite part was the cameraman is just like eating this shit up um and i think he like he, i think he asks or like the guy comes back at him with some comment and shows like is that a question and then immediately like the guy's just like we're done here i'm done then the, the poor pr lady's like what are you doing what are you doing i think i think the best part of the show interview though is after he eviscerates this guy mike trying to interview him as soon as Mike and the camera guy walk away, the camera like zooms in on Cho and he gives you the Jim Halpert face where he yeah. just smiles like an <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's, it is not the Got Jim him. Halpert face. No, Jim it's, Halpert it's, is not subtle at all. He is no, like, the douchiest smile. Smirk. Cho has the smallest yeah, smirk. Yeah. Like, because normally he's always stone faced, right? Yeah. yeah yep. It's like one of those things where it's like, like, I, we we only have to like think about what he could possibly think about, but like here is like the first time we see he's like, yeah, like he knew he's that like, was hilarious. He's like this is great. Like I, <laughs> Rigsby's fucking like is like number one fan because he's fucking yeah. dying laughing. As yeah, he's cracking up. On. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, have you guys but, seen the? I don't know, like how to even, but like there's like a whole like TikTok genre of like <laughs> sea shanties. I have. There's sea shanties. Seen. Yes. But There's the, what? So there's, it's the whole thing is like someone asks a question and then they turn around the question and like the music it's like super serious. No, Have you seen I don't think so. Where no. it's, like I think I think there's like the, there's always like work ones where it's like uh, someone's like oh yeah like they're acting like they're like a sales or like a like working at Best Buy or something. It's like oh yeah, could you just check the back? And he's like. Like, why don't you check the back? What do you think? Oh, no, what I have to check the back. You think it's we have everything so back there? Like, you think it's we're just, so just unicorns around here? No, you know what happens? Yeah. We just go out there, we just sit for fucking 20 minutes to have a drink, and then we come back out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, He's like, I want to speak to your manager. How about this, Brenda? I am the manager. You are speaking to the manager. So, yeah. I really want, I'll see if I can there's, do it. There's a whole series of IKEA ones, and they're. It's the same guy. They're all hilarious. But it, the music is what sells it because it just can't yeah. get so intense. I want because because this starts off very because this starts off being like, why am I a detective? Why are you a reporter? And yeah. I want to see if I can do the music yeah. to this whole fucking scene. If I can, I'll try and put it on Twitter. But yeah. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll send you some of them, Sacco, because they're really funny. Yeah, I'll put. I'll put. We can. We can watch it after. Yeah, they're in. But so yeah, they. So then they go back to the mayor's, uh, the mayor's office, and um, they ask, you know, like how big was the bribe, and the the leader's like, "You're this is slander. This is bullshit." Um, so they. She said that she was supposed to have like a a public relations thing talking about river rafting. And that was never actually going to happen. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, at, at that point, the lady's like, all you CBI agents suck. Like, go check out the boyfriend. That's that's what it is. Um, and she's being like a real like fucking McDouche, like like very like like condescending and like higher. Like, you know, when it's like very clear <laughs> that she's been like doing some shady stuff herself by like paying off. Or she like, pulls the, what the am I supposed to do your job for you? Yeah, she's like, why didn't you just tell us that she was dating? Lisbon's like, why didn't you just tell us that she was dating someone? She's like, what, well, I can't do your job <laughs> for you? Like, okay, you're the worst. And she also, it, she has like the, if 
to do another meme would be like the mentalist douche starter pack where she's like, I'm going to have my lawyers talk to your superiors about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Jane, Jane's like, can you just arrest her? And Lisbon's like, I can't. I can't. There's nothing to arrest her on. So that kind of stinks. Do you remember when Jane does in response? She's going to say... No, no, he fucking growls, dude. It's great. <laughs> Does he's he? just like he's like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really it's very funny. This I I don't think this is a good episode, but I was laughing oh, for a lot of this. Episode. I think there's I think there's some good stuff in here. I yeah. think the yeah. overall thing is pretty bad. I think the actual like, murder is stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but very funny episode. Yeah. Um, then I think it's uh, I think it's Jane, uh, Jane gets kidnapped getting tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, isn't it? Um, isn't it Van Pelt's uh, interview next? Yes, but they're, they're she doesn't do anything good. Yeah, there's there's so nothing. The, but the one thing that I wanted to bring up on the the Van Pelt interview, right? Yeah. Van Pelt has been here. She says that she's been with the CBI for 18 months. Mm-hmm. This is episode. 30 something this is episode 12 and there was 22 and the first of so 34 they are dealing with like murders and double homicides every other week and just slamming these cases closed. <laughs> yo they close cases yeah, it, is exactly. a, it is a testament to how like how fast and how good they are at their job <laughs> does that do those cases later get thrown out maybe probably <laughs> maybe but but they close them they close them to start our Anyways. job here is done Anyways, yeah. So you can you can go on now, Scott. <laughs> I mean, this isn't really well. the 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 abduction scene happens very fast. The invi- I think Jane invites the cameraman and Mike out for tacos. I don't. I assume there was some ulterior plot that he was planning to do here because, like, he's not just gonna take these guys out for tacos. It's it's weird because at this point he knows that he's the killer, like, because he's yeah, seen the so. footage. Yeah. Um, and like if like he like goes introspective enough. Um, yeah. So I assume that he had some sort of plan that was going to happen. Maybe just but like when, tacos. Yeah, yes. maybe. But then why would you want to get tacos with the killer? Listen, he's up. done weirder things. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. But anyway, he immediately gets snatched up in a, into a van by the terrorists, blindfolded and walked like <laughs> walk through the woods. Uh at some point he's tied to a chair. And we get Jasper in with, like, a hood thing on, uh, who's, like, yelling at him that, like, he doesn't understand. He's all part of the same big plan, whatever. And at some point, uh, Jane basically gives up that he knows that it's Wilson, (laughs) which is very stupid to do. Yeah. Uh, Which Wilson, like, picks up on, and then, like, he's like, go take off his mask, and I think Jane's like, you don't have to take off your mask. We're all cool here. I haven't seen anything. And then he takes off the mask, and we're like, da-da-da-da, he's Wilson. We gotta, so we have to break down how fucking stupid this Jasper guy is, because the whole reason he he kidnaps Jane and like they bring him into this. They they literally like steal him from like the doorsteps of the police yeah, station, the which has to be the most insecure place in the world. You would think it'd be Continue. a little bit better, but there's been bombs put into cars in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot. Like like they like he, fucking Jane gets the mindful off. He has like a fucking shotgun in his face, and the Jane's like like please, we don't need to do this weapon stuff. And the guy's like, I just need. You to know, I didn't kill that lady. 
and Shane's like, this is, this might be the worst way to go about, you couldn't, you couldn't have just called me and told me that? And the <laughs> the guy's you like, must, you must be the worst eco-terrorist <laughs> I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. <laughs> his, his response is like, he's like, listen, I love all things. <laughs> I love all people. Like I'm like Jasper's in a conduct. I may be Legion, but yeah. I have a heart. Yeah. Look, I just need time to think. Why'd you kidnap me now? Then <laughs> what are you doing? And that's what, what was the plan? Jade has the slip up of being like a handsome person. Doesn't even say he he knows who it is, but the the, the Jasper's guy's like he must know. He's, he knows. <laughs> so he rips off his masks, and we see who it is. And Jade's just like fucking. Why did you do that? And he's like, now that I've voluntarily revealed myself to you, he's like, now I gotta, I gotta kill you. You forced my hand. <laughs> you, you understand, right? This is the stupidest motherfucker. And I, dude. I think the other thing that Jane basically says, like, why are you doing that? Like, why work for the mayor? And he's basically like, what better way to like beat your enemy than from the inside? <laughs> He's like, no one would suspect me if I, yeah. if it, or like, everyone would su- suspect me if I came out with the news, but yeah. I'm too but important he fed for that. it to yeah. the murder victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get CB, back at CBI headquarters, everyone's in high alert because Jane's been kidnapped again. Fucking Jane. <laughs> Every time. Uh, so Cho and Rigsby have brought in the, the eco guy they've seen from the video, whose name apparently is Bart Henrik, uh, who establishes very early on that he is very loyal to, to Jasper and will not be swayed. So they bring him into the back room and they close all the blinds and stuff. And we get a very, to me, awkward scene of like them <laughs> very intentionally strong arming this guy, to which, like, as soon as they like close around him, like, they they it cuts to them leave them leaving the office with like we know where he is well, and it's so like the whole thing is amazing because it's yeah. it's Cho and Rigsby and they're like huh we should call an ambulance now huh and the yeah. guy's like what he goes sucks that your arm's broken he goes bunch of people saw me walk in here with no broken <laughs> yeah. arm he goes you fell down the stairs there's a bunch of cops out there you yeah. think they're not and this kind of made me feel a little sick inside they're like yeah you think we're not gonna side with all the cops with the other cops I'm like who you would this is terrible yeah, yeah. it all they're starts with like we're gonna like what would jade do and yeah. their answer is yeah. jade would beat the shit out of this yeah. guy which is probably true <laughs> At no, least convince them that they were going to. Jane would hypnotize them for sure, but they're yeah. not much they're not like good he does enough. to Jasper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I I do yeah. like how they're like, all right, we're we're in agreement, okay. And it cut it 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 shows the fucking cameraman just peering through the window yeah. of this interrogation, <laughs> and they go and close the blinds. Yeah. Like, Oh. But they're basically like, looks like we're going to have to kill another guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, but anyway, they, Batman, extract, they extract the location of Jasper, Jasper's hideout. They do. So. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take us home, Vic? So, <laughs> so they, and they then we get can talk about the real good stuff at the end. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is when Jade's like, hey, listen, like, yeah, I mean you're real dumb and you fucked up in all these ways, but like we don't have to we don't have to go to the next like we can we can figure it out. And Nobody he, like, has to die here today. <laughs> and he essentially like 
lullabies Jasper into like a trance. And like this guy's like almost about to nod off. And that's when you fucking hear like police, like, like where you like open up. And Jane's like, fuck. <laughs> He's like, you don't need to fly off the handle. Like you can just you're everything's cool. We're all good. Um, we don't actually see what happens after, but uh we it cuts back to the outside of the um trailer. Where we see like Cho, Rigsby, Lisbon, they're all like fucking geared up. They break down the door and they they run through and they find uh um Jane still like tied on this uh chair, knocked over, and no sign of Jasper at this point. Jasper, I guess, like left through like some weird he, He's in the wind, he turned into a tree. <laughs> He's Legion, man. He can't find him. Nobody's um, ever even there. <laughs> There's there's kind of a good good funny part here where um <laughs> they they busted and Jade's like all right get me out of here and, and Lisbon's like no man we gotta wait for the bomb squad like there could be anything over here and Jade's like go fuck off like Lisbon's <laughs> definitely fucking with him at this point now that she already knows that he's fine and she's because she, she starts laughing and then like fucking unbuckles his um. Handcuffs, handcuffs or whatever or, yeah um and jane's like okay i'll fill you in like on like what's going on um and i, I assume at this point he actually fills them in on actually what happened right yeah because like, the they sort of home. set they set up the the final gotcha yeah um so <laughs> the they they get back to the cbi office and this is when the camera crew's still filming them and that's when jane's like all right, so, like, I figured it out. Like, it was Jasper all along. Jasper was um, hooking up with the PR lady. Um, and I don't even know what, like, it says some kind of reasoning. Like, I think they broke up and he had to silence her. So he killed her when, when or, like, she found out he was Jasper. So he had to kill her. And, you know, like, I know where he is, track it down. And he, like, mentions, like, okay, and also make sure to get the, like, the blue necklace. Like, that's the key. And, like, and that'll be there. That'll be the key to link it all together. Um, and so they're like, okay, we have the location. Let's go stake it out. The camera coop dude, what's his name? Phil? Mike. Mike. Mike's like, oh, this is gold, baby. This is fucking gold. Like, I need to be out there. And, the, and um, Lisbon and Jane are like, okay, fine. You can, like, be there. He's like, this is going to be the money shot for you guys. It's going to be great. Um, so they all, they all go out there. Um... Do you want to take this part, Sago? Uh, yeah. So they all they all go nice and early to uh, Jasper's house, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny they're all like Kevlar vested up, and they're hiding behind like really thin trees. So like <laughs> this dude walks out, and he's got like a duffel bag in his hair, and like goes out. Like Wilson walks out wearing PJs. Um, yeah, he's like got his pajamas on, and they're all sitting there. Um. And, uh, that like, it's ludicrous that they, that he wouldn't notice the like bunch of police officers <laughs> all decked out in like tactical gear ready to get him. It's camo, but, baby. Yeah. But so they're sitting there waiting. Like he goes back in the house and Mike and the camera guy are like, well, we got some time to wait here, huh? Cause we got to get there. Like we got to wait for the warrant. So they're sitting there just chilling. And Mike's like, well, can I ask you some questions? And Jane's like, sure, whatever. And he starts he starts talking to him. And I don't remember how he switches like the topic, but he's he's like, you know, 
he starts talking about how love and like love's sad and if love goes away it can get violent and you see Mike's like brains start ticking a little bit I think and he's like hmm so uh what do you got in your bucket like out of the blue and the guy's like Mike's like what are you talking about he goes you heard me what's in your pocket he goes nothing he goes well if I tell you what's in your pocket, will you tell me if I'm right? And the guy's like, no. He goes, well, I'm going to tell you anyways. In your pocket, you have a blue topaz necklace or a blue opal necklace that you once gave to Martha when you guys were banging. And he's he's sitting there starting to like look real nervous. And he goes, and you were going to plant it. And that was going to be it. Like you were going to get off scot-free. And he, he just reaches his hand into his pocket and pulls the necklace out. He's like, aha, we got you. Like, and they are awkward now. <laughs> and they're filming this guy get arrested. Out, like, it's unbelievable. It was so stupid. I, I, it was so dumb. Incredibly but dumb. So, Incredibly dumb. But so, yeah. arrest this man. But so they arrest him. And the reason that he killed martha so martha and him were lovers right they were they were doing the do um and what cho brought up earlier is that this guy's oh, i'm gonna put a pin in that okay you put Which a pin Mark in that, that martha and him were he, he, just, he just said he just said do in the do doing the do so, okay. um so so uh what the reason that he ends up killing martha is so as Cho mentioned earlier, this guy is a reporter with a lot of ambition, but not very good at his job because he's not an anchor. Um, and so when he was with Martha, he recognized that she found out he snooped on her laptop, found out that she was gonna come clean with all of the um the corruption that was going on with the mayor, and he was like, Why didn't you tell me this? Like, why didn't you tell me this so that I could break this? It'd be my, it'd be my big shot into like the news world. Then I'd be like a big famous reporter guy. And then he goes on to say that like, she basically mocks him and calls him a loser (laughs) and he sucks. And then he stabs her in the chest twice. Like, you know, you know what really sucks? Dying. So so what ends up happening is that he gets arrested. Who's laughing now? Yeah. So he gets Got her. he gets arrested. The mayor gets arrested for corruption. Wilson gets arrested so that I think because he's Jasper, right? Like and then I think he gets a, like he gets like off sense. because yeah, yeah he, because he helped with everything. Right. <clears throat> so he gets arrested. Uh and then we get the final scene, which I don't know if somebody else wants to take the final scene. I thought you were uh, excited Scott, about Scott definitely is going to take it. I just want to I just want to reiterate no, I have, how I have dumb. something I have something to announce. Oh yeah. Van Pelt, Grace and I are lovers. <laughs> 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 oh and if there's a more awkward way to say that to your colleagues, I don't know what it is. Nope. There's no no more awkward way. Oh, especially when they already know, right? Like it's just yeah, they, no, everyone's no. cracking up, but not everyone knows. But like, it's just I found out. I've, so I found out at I've work. I've taken a lover. <laughs> I found out at work that these two people that I work with they they just got engaged. I didn't know they were dating. Like when I I started my job not too long ago, mm-hmm. um, I met them both. They both work in the same department. Like they're super nice people. Um, and I 
came to find out that they were dating. And the way that they told me they were dating was that this one guy was like, yeah, her and I are dating, not her and I are lovers. <laughs> the fact that this well, is lovers. In in Rigsby's defense, like this motherfucker, like waxes poetic. Every like, what was when he confessed to him or to her? He was like, "I've loved you since the moment I yeah, met." Like that's true. I would move fucking ships and worlds. Like uh-huh. you, <laughs> you are fucking. Uh, I am fucking. Uh, you know all those people you were dating just kept disappearing. That was me. <laughs> that was me the whole time. I've killed You'll so many people. Dude, if you don't say yes. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was weird. But so, so yeah. wait, Abik, what did you want to say? Sorry. Oh no, no, I, I, I wanted to re- reiterate like how stupid this, this fucking dude is. Is like that he killed this person in like you know a fit of anger, and he's like, and my, the best thing I can do now is fucking hang around the crime scene as much as possible with these investigators, and just like just be around, just be you know, I can really break some news here. Well, it, I mean, it gets even crazier than that because you have to imagine, right? So theoretically, this was a crime of passion. He got super angry and stabbed her to death. Mm-hmm. Yep. He then has to get her body, transport it to the dig site, dig a hole, put her in it, bury her again, then show up the next morning to the same place. So stupid. What? What? It it I'd say also what's very funny is that like he does the line that everyone says, right? Which is the fucking joke where he's like, like, this is all conjecture. Like you have no evidence. Like, like good luck trying to get me on this. To which Lisbon's response is like, there was blood all over your fucking car. Yeah, like, yeah. like we have all like you did nothing to fucking This is the first case that won't be thrown yeah, out. Like, <laughs> like, we have concrete ever like I don't know how you thought you could get away with this. Uh, but but yeah, basically uh with the end of the lovers thing, uh Lisbon's passed as <laughs> As we were talking about before, most likely just because now they've announced it to fucking the entire office, so she's forced now to deal with it. She's like, you just yelled this shit. You could have just keep it on the download. Like, we're all fine with it, obviously. Yeah. You could have sent me a personal email. (laughs) Send it to my email. I declare bankruptcy. (laughs) Don't don't send it to my work email. I declared it. Text to my personal phone, something, please. Scott, what was that pin you wanted to pull about doing the do? Oh, here's a, here's a fun fact for you, uh, completely unrelated to this podcast. They are working right now on making a hard Mountain Dew. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that's going to be a thing. Alcoholic Mountain Dew. Uh, sure. I mean, you could put fucking anything in there. I'm in. <laughs> Apparently, apparently it's delicious. (laughs) It's with Boston Beer. It's Boston Beer Company. I know. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hard Mountain Dew. Some would say I have an inside man. (laughs) You may have an inside information on that one. I had to double check check that it had been released to the public before I said anything about it. (laughs) Anyways. I I do also, um, I think we mentioned it, but like, Lisbon's like, or um, oh god, um, 
Robin Tunney's like physical acting and they're disgusted at them yeah. mentioning this is great. Because she's like, she's just shaking her head. She's like basically scowling at them. Yep. I, I mean, all the the actors on the main cast, I think are all very, very good actors. Sometimes that requires them playing bad actors, <laughs> but I think they all are They very play good. their roles very well. They do. They For do. sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think that's the, I think that's the end of both these episodes. It? That is. Like I said, I think I, I enjoyed these, the, especially the second one. I think I enjoyed it more <laughs> just as like a ridiculous piece of television more than the actual good piece of television. But yeah, yeah, I think this goes back more to what we were talking about at the very start of this podcast, which was a lot of these episodes are much better than they have any right to be. Yep. Like, this was much more enjoy. Like the bones of what's here is pretty garbage, <laughs> but it was an enjoyable thing to watch. To, yeah, to me, don't... it's like the closest. Oh, sorry, Sago. Um, I'll, I'll just say real. So to me, it's the closest to the the poker episode from season one, which I was like, this is incredibly stupid. But yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. But like there are parts in there which I just like because the characters themselves made it so enjoyable. Like in that one specifically, yeah. like. The, the the bar scene where like Jade bought them all like lavish gifts and they're like we're, we're keeping this shit yeah um, I think it's it's a show that like I don't know if I've watched an episode where I where I got to the end of it I was like I didn't enjoy my time watching it but mm. you can objectively look at every episode and go this was a good one this was a bad one for mm. the show but the show itself and like the premise and the people in it I think it's just consistently enjoyable no yeah this is an analogy that could very well miss but a show that i watched a lot growing up and in especially in rerun it was basically all reruns but it was on after school and it was mash and the show the show basically the, the what i'm trying to say here is the show ends up becoming a just a device to watch the characters because the characters are so good that basically you'll accept, like, there's so many episodes of MASH that are literally the identical, like, plot. But they're just a way to watch the characters interact with each other. And this show is kind of heading in that direction to me. And I'm glad that they dot occasionally with, like, big things that do happen. But I enjoy just, like, watching the characters do what they do. Because it's just, like, kind of fun and enjoyable. I think I think it... This show for me, it needs to have both though. I don't, I don't yeah. think I can. It, yeah, only, it can't survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like I'm invested enough in this insane mystery, like that I do want to see more of that. But like much like I think I said before, where it's like I can't do a full season of them going like whole fucking like full burner on the Red John stuff. Like I need yeah, some yeah, like yeah. breaks in between. Mm-hmm. But I still also need the other stuff too. And like I, for the most part, I think it gets a decent balance there. Yeah, I have uh, I have an ending question. Yeah, that that is a prediction question. Who is the first character from the main cast that you think will leave the show? From like these five, from like the- yeah, from the five main cast members. So I've gotten spoiled for many things oh, on no. this. So I'm I'm gonna oh, no. refrain. Saka's out. <laughs> I'm out. I I would guess it would be Rigsby. Okay, he, but that's, that's just I think from right from the jump he always felt like the odd man out mm. to me. Like 
even for I'll the go, pilot, I'll go the other s- felt like he was supposed to be. I'll go to the other side of that co- that coin. I'll say Van Pelt. Yeah, could be. Could be. I remain zipped. <laughs> Lips are zipped. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, we should we should probably wrap it up here. Uh, yeah, we got two more episodes next week, which Scott has already seen one of. Because, <laughs> because of his mishaps. <laughs> one day I'll live this down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what we're over under that Scott messes up the wrong episode again. It has to be over, right? I mean, Is over under one, how many? Over one, under one, how one many times? Time? We've because he's done one per season so far, right? I don't think yeah. you can keep up messing it up once each season. But I mean, one out of the next five seasons, yeah, I'm going over. Well, if it's <laughs> is it point five? Is the over under point five? I don't even. That's a, that, that's a generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means he's got to screw I, I up once. I think generous. I think I think it would be one, right? Because it's like, would he do it more than once? I think we can factor in him doing it. So one point five. Yeah. So one point five over under one point five. Yeah. I go under. Okay. I go you under. A lot, you guys have a lot more faith in me. Than <laughs> I got a lot of faith in you. Hey, Scott. I didn't. I didn't say under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume that you did. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, let's, uh, I think that was, I think that was a good, it was an enjoyable episode to talk about for sure. Yeah. Uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you guys as always for joining me. Oh, wow. Uh, where can, if people want to have their predictions, I guess they've already seen the show. So don't, don't send us your predictions. <laughs> oh, please don't send spoilers. <laughs> yeah, don't send spoilers. But, but where would how they many not times? send us stuff to, Sacco? Yeah, you could, you could not send us spoilers to at Minds Crimes on Twitter and you also could predict in your our over under game if Scott's gonna go over under uh, at itsmindcrimes at gmail.com. Thank you guys as always for joining me. We have Scott Lee. I've taken a lover. <laughs> we have Chris Saka. That was very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I am a victim soon. Take it easy, folks. Later. Peace. Stand out from the rest When you know that you're You know that you're